But you love, you love the sound of your own voice anyway. <laughs> I do. So, okay, that's some nice levels. That's looking good there. We got the, oh, we got the. Oh. <laughs> Fuck me. That's Kevin. A, that's a bit scary now though. Kevin Spacey's coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do the introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the next episode of Comedy Guy with Louis Ozeron, and I'm very, very happy to have my good friend, Tim Reedy, Irish ambassador to Pydair, back with me in our new studio. Tim, you've been away for a while, but you're back in Estonia away again. for a very long time. How you doing, yeah. mate? You I'm doing, doing right? Where's all the snow? What the fuck? Yeah, I know. Where is it, right? This is my- We could have been fucking scootering. We, what? These are scooters. <laughs> I don't know if guys like you want a scooter or not. What, what, as in like a little, you know, like the electric, in Vietnam going up the coast kind of beep beep. No, 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 no. How long have you been away? You have the electric scooters. They're all over town. Oh, the Bolt ones. Yeah, the Bolt oh, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I the would snap one of those in two. <laughs> Just call the spade a spade. Because they took them away like, oh, the winter's coming. There's been yeah, no really? winter. We could have been like since November or something. Yeah. We yeah. could have been scooting this whole time. I'm like. like I, was, I was here for a brief period in November where it was a bit of snow, but. Because mm. like when, when I, f I flew in from Edinburgh last week and um, I was sitting next to a British couple and the whole time I'm like, oh man, oh, Talon's great this time of year. You know, you got snow, you got the little Christmas market. It's beautiful. It's, it's like a wonderland. And then as we land in, yeah. we're landing like um, east to west. So we're landing in over last night mm -hmm. to the east and it's got that big fucking heating plant that's belching smoke. There's yeah. no snow anywhere. <laughs> and it just great. looks like fucking post-apocalyptic wasteland. And I'm like, well... Tell it to the master. You've never seen that many shades of grey. I didn't know we could see that many. Oh, I feel bad for them, but fuck them. I don't care. They're fuck British. Them, who cares? So who cares, exactly. Know? Fuck those fuck British. Fuck so you've been away for a while. So here we are. We're in the new studio. Tim. So we'll give the background on Tim. Maybe the people, you know, they're tuning in for the first time. Like, I don't know. All three like of people, them. All three of them. Three That's of them. right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so Tim is Irish. He has been doing comedy Estonia shows for quite some time now. And when you do reside in Estonia, you reside in the fine city of Paide. Yeah, that's right, yeah. How? I mean, you've been away for a while. You've just returned. You're back in the home base of Paide. Yeah, well, how I'm, I'm, how I'm is Paide? I'm around, you know. I'm, you're around. Okay, you're seeing things. I'm driving as much as I can before the snow kicks in. Oh, you got the car, the car license. Yeah, I, I, got, forget. I got a new car now. Oh, what yeah. car did you get? A, a brand new Toyota RAV4. A oh. fucking mom mobile. Hey. Look at you. Yeah. I'm getting another one soon too, so... <laughs> Because, you know. Why Why do you need two cars? Because I really want, I really want a Ford Mustang, though. Oh, really? I really do, yeah. Oh, why didn't yeah. you just get a Ford Mustang then? Why did you get the RAV4? Because I also wanted a big car. Well, a semi-big car. I'm a big guy, you know. You make such terrible buying decisions. The worst. You could have just worst. bought one car. We're, we're talking through 800 euro worth of microphones <laughs> that I have lost. I don't know where they are. Like I, I. Tim has an equivalent setup, to, like our fancy new studio setup. Tim has an equivalent setup and lost it. Well, I loaned the mics to my friend, uh, Matthew. And mm. he, I don't know. Mm. He's disappeared on me, so... Anyone who's a, a regular listener of any Comedy Estonia podcast will know Tim has donated, like most of the equipment we've been using over the years has come from Tim. And oh, we've well. just, you know, requisitioned it off him. The recorders we use, the different mics. I'll call in the bet. I'll call in the favor. Oh, know. they're coming in. They're, yeah, any day, any day. The lights that are on us right now are yours. These studio lights yeah. that we've got on us. When I get arrested, I'm calling you. So. No problems. We'll, we'll, we've got the lawyers on hand. They're going to. Yeah. I'll call the work in Estonia, guys. Yo, <laughs> hey, hey, it's the pilot. Hey, hey, I got that favor to you, call you it. Don't, you don't have that street cred anymore, though. You're not the work in Estonia guy anymore, are you? Well, some people still remember. Do they? So, I mean, you know, I'm holding on. I'm like that guy who's holding on to that one thing that he did years ago, which was- I mean, you, you you, know, you've been replaced in Lenduyam with a giant alacoque beer. 
sculpture, you know? Yeah, that's on yeah. the other side now, yeah. Oh, yeah Which yeah. I am totally fine. Cool. Like, I, what would you prefer to see, me or a yeah, massive beer? Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's, that was my, like, I'm leaving Estonia. Yes, I don't have to see this cunt's face for another <laughs> two fucking months. And I feel sorry for the uh, workers who had to listen to that on, oh, like, because yeah. right next yeah. to it, there's a uh, exchange place. I mean, that though they must be on stress leave yeah. or oh, something Jesus, by yeah. now. I remember that. But I wonder, like, did, did any of the, the workers, did any, you know, xenophobic workers who are like, why the fuck couldn't they get an Estonian fella? You'd think that would be a weird place to work if you're in a xenophobic Estonian, though. Just yeah. day after day watching foreigners enter Estonia. Yeah. Oh, the fucking chinks are coming again. <laughs> oh, the Chinese flight, oh, the fucking whops. The weird thing that's happened, though, because I've been away all, all last year, mm. is that I'm, I'm, I'm getting people linking, because people who know that I, I'm in Estonia, they just link me random ECRA stuff. People who have no idea anything about Estonia. They oh, they've just, just heard. They okay, just see yeah. it on the news and they're like, oh, what do you think of this, this Ekro thing? I'm like, oh, oh, like when, when the Helme said the stupid thing about the Finnish president and everyone went yeah, bananas yeah, for yeah, five seconds. Yeah. So you're hearing all about it's, that. Yeah. Know, it's all stupid as fuck. Like, yeah, Tim, answer for it, Tim. My, answer for it. My favorite Ekro story was uh, down in Paida. We had, a, coincidentally enough, when I first moved there, there was a string of arson attacks. <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember, yeah. And um, I remember uh, four years in, it, we were up to like 11. Like, s- school got burnt down and houses got, it was crazy. And then Ekra had this um, election campaign where they started hand- handing out boxes of matches. <laughs> with just a random kid and people on the street. Like, oh, good Ekra, here's a box of fucking matches. <laughs> And they still got in. Yeah, I they still, still have those matches. They're they're collector's item, Lewis. I'm going to hold on to them. Well, you should. They, you light the fire and then leave them at the scene. Oh, yeah. Then you get. They're that's not very smart, you. then, are they? No, no. Oh, really? When? <laughs> hey, newsflash: Ekra doing things that aren't very smart. Really? Oh, you're 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 anti-Ekra guy. I suppose everyone is, right? Well, I mean, they, no, hate, they hate you and me. We're we're fucking foreigners, right? Know, so. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's that thing that I learned years ago when I tried to prank them by trying to sign up. They don't hate you or me. They don't hate you or me because we're white ah. and we've got, well, in your case, some form of employment. Yeah. Like you've got money. You're more purchasing from the economy than you are actually taking from the economy yeah. in Estonia. You what? are, they like, so the story was that because the years ago, Brendan Burns was here. And I think that's when Jamali was here first and Daniel was here. And I decided it would be really funny to try to sign up for ECRA. That's right. I and that. so I went, I, I wrote them an email and I said, because the first like rule of ECRA is you have to be a citizen. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck that, don't worry about it. So I, I wrote them and I said, yeah, I want to be, I'm Australian. And that's when the dude, we're in the car with Brendan Burns and Jamali Maddox and the guy calls me up and he's like, oh yes, you, you are from Spain. And I'm like, whoa, uh, no, 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 I'm Australian. He's like, oh, Australia, oh yes, Tony Babbitt, Tony Abbott, turn back the boats, very good. Yes, like I got racist credibility <laughs> with the Ekra guy. And he was all down to have me like, as a, like, he, I don't think he quite twigged like who I was as a comedian in comedy Estonia, but he was totally down for to meet and to talk about doing things with Ekra. Cause I was like a white guy earning money, saying yay Ekra. And that's when he was like, oh, we should meet. And that's when I went, oh wait, I'm not Ashton Kush that I can't punk this. Yeah, like yeah. I tapped out, I'm like, okay, I'm Fuck. out. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll see you there. I never showed up. I thought that policy just applied to every every non like ethnic Estonian. They would love that. You're like, you would be like the Jew that collaborated with Hitler. Hitler loved a bit of that shit. Man, it's giving me ideas now though. Yeah, I know, right? That's how does, does Ekra have a point to like, Constituency. They must have. I mean, the, you're you're in the heartland. I mean, I have the match matches. So. <laughs> I got the matches, guys. Here I am. 
so it's so it's because we're white where we get away with it huh? yeah because you're white Class. and you're a, you're an income earner you're white from a western yeah. nation like like don't go around going like if you tow the line yeah you're good but fucking hashimisha minaman from india is not getting the beautiful same beautiful name there Louis. i know i'm you just had it on the tip culturally of the sensitive <laughs> Louis Ezra in here is he racist or not we can't quite work Hashimisha it out from Miniman, yeah, yeah, yeah we can't quite work it out hmm uh yeah like they if you towed the line i bet you they'd be down with you too lazy it's too lazy. yeah i couldn't give a fuck right even if they pay me to do it i'd be like fuck i get out of bed and ugh, ugh. so there is some ekra in Pida because i mean that's the heartland that's the middle of estonia that's where suppose, they're getting their yeah. their main they must be a piss that at What's going on in Tallinn? Like the amount of foreigners I see around now. It is. There's many more I, these I, days. I, when I walk, I walk through Baltium Turk. God bless that place, by the way. Oh, I, I come bearing gifts, Lewis. I oh, Tim's already got two bags of gifts. Firstly, beers, which we've already been drinking, I in which case you, you some, can't tell. Uh, some of the finest um, um, prosciutto cotto oh! from, uh, from Italy. From Eugenio's uh, Deli. Oh, in, uh, yes. The heart of Baltium to well, we've had the, seven. we had the beer, so now I need to have this. Because it's yeah. the meat. Because you see real authentic whops at the back of the meat oh, market now, right? Absolutely. Like, like proper, like, you know. Proper, you know, spicks. God, like, you, you can't wait to get those. Oh, I love it. Out, like, oh, bro, spicks. every single time. <laughs> I would say wog more, but they don't understand. But like wog, wog means. Wog yeah, like yeah. wog. Because wog means, like, homosexual to you, doesn't it? No, wog no, is, what does uh, mean? What does wog mean uh, to wog you? Is like a black person. Black right? person, right? Wog doesn't mean wog in Australia means a uh, Italian, Greek, Southern Mediterranean type person. There's no connotation to black yeah. in Australia, so I love calling them wogs, wops, spits, you name it. We really have to call them vogs here, I suppose. Vogs, yes, the vogs, vogs out of work. Yeah, but um, no, it's like I, I, I walked through Baltian tour today, and there was like ten of of these bolt delivery drivers all around. Um, Villandi Burger, that's there, the new oh. burger place. Mm -hmm. And they're just all black lads, brown lads, and fair play to them, Lewis. More, more of that, I think. You know, we're, it, we're, 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 we're leftists, aren't we, Lewis? We're socialists, aren't we? we it is. I'm very mixed. <laughs> I'm very mixed on that. Like, yeah, they're, I mean, first of all, I love nothing more than getting on Reddit when I'm drunk and then oh, trolling yeah. those guys, like, like trolling them, like, oh, what, what, really? You were going to fucking take that delivery job, were you? Yeah, really? Mr. Mr. Raimo? Who comes from Marado, yeah, really? Exactly, You're yeah. about to take that bolt delivery job, were you? Yeah. But then I love turning it around on them. Like when, when things start to get a little, like they start to push back on me, like, oh, you fucking English speaking foreigner. I'm like, fine, I'll have you, like, if you want to shut out the brown guys, cool. Can we also put a fucking fence around D terminal so we don't have Finnish people? Like, <laughs> let's have a quality of racism here. The Finns are far worse than any dark skinned person. <laughs> Finnish people ain't delivering no fucking food to you. And, right? and they don't even buy the booze here in the morning. They go down to Super Alco and order. Fuck yeah, those fuck guys. I was down there um, a couple of months ago and um, the car park was full. So, what they were doing was they were the parking the buses at the border. And the, the, there's a big line of Finnish people walking from the border Fuck to Superalco. It was like fucking Nazi Germany. And like they had them all in single file down on the right side of Why the road. Why can't they just drive the bus over the border? Because there was no parking space in Superalco. There, oh, no, there was no room for the bus. It's grass. I mean, Latvia is a small but still sparsely populated land. You'd yeah. think there'd be somewhere closer they could. Yeah. But no. No, no, no. You've got to walk your ride. Like. Well, I was, oh man, I wanted to just, just jerk the car to the left and just. Mm. <laughs> You'd put them doing, out of their own misery. You'd like. be doing God's work. 
Oh yeah, out of the misery, exactly. Oh, they yeah, would yeah. thank you, like yeah. thank, thank your father. We are not happy people. No, but like it then is, they were filling up trolleys and they were pushing mm. the trolleys back to the border. And I assume just leaving the trolleys at the border. Imagine and, you know. pushing a trolley yeah. over an international border. Yeah. Who does that? Refugees, <laughs> refugees running for their lives from oppressive dictatorships. Yeah. And Finnish people. It's an That's am- it's amazing. It like amazing. no one you you've never thought. There's never in your life will there be a scenario where you have to push a shopping trolley over an international border. Yeah, well, it's full of booze. It's not too bad, you know. But you, <laughs> well, there's definitely no situation in Australia where that would happen. No, that would no be borders, yeah. a little tricky <laughs> to do. Push them across the fires or whatever. You yeah. Have. See, we're topical here, Lewis. We got, oh. we got the fires and all that. We already worked out on the last episode with Daniel that I have not donated to the bushfire relief. Why would you? And that makes me a terrible person. You don't live there anymore. So. I know. Do you have family that are near the, the area? I checked the map. Not that close. They'll be, they'll be the fine. <laughs> I, they'll be fine. No, I'm <laughs> Talk to them. You're hilarious, Tim. You make me laugh. Talk to my family. Jesus. Get out of here. On the map, does it have a picture of your face where your family is? Yeah, they go, fuck it. So Balti Yam is yeah. the place. It's a bit of a Mecca. Mex, ah, pardon nice the term. Nice. There, yeah, yeah, I keep yeah. working that one. I keep the racism going. Uh, so the, see, all I the bulk. I think mm-hmm. it's a good thing because to me, that's a sign that, uh, that Estonia is becoming an actual first world country, you know? How? Because this ex- exact same thing happened in Ireland when I was a kid. There was no, pff, no black people around, no brown people around. You know, there was, you know, no diversity to speak of whatsoever. And then the economy gets good. And all of a sudden, Ireland becomes a place where people want to be. So the same thing is happening here, I would assume. Estonia is becoming a place where people want to be. So that's why we're seeing this influx of... Uh, and what were the... Do you remember as a child, what were the jobs that the, those first immigrants were yeah, taking? Yeah, it was right? the same. It was food delivery. It was um, They'd open small restaurants. And that's what I'm looking forward to, Lewis. Oh, kebabs yeah. on every corner, my friend. 100%. Hey. 100%. But yeah, no, they would just take um, menial jobs and the mm. idiot fucking Irish people didn't want to do. You know, Which is the tough... I guess it's the tough part, but the natural the natural way of things part. Like, yeah, they're gonna yeah. be doing. There is two degrees. There two degrees. There is two levels. There are those that are coming. They've got an education. They're being employed by Transferwise. Everything's great. And then I'm not really sure where the rest of them are coming from. I don't really know anybody from that demographic. Like, if you are someone coming from India, Pakistan, maybe somewhere in Africa, and you're here, and the best job that you can get is a bolt delivery driver. I mean, that's a very interesting story. Yeah, How I did think, you even get here? I think a lot here? of them come through Russia. I do, do think really? a lot of them come so through So you think Russia. they're they're actual asylum-seeking refugees? No, no, I think, I think a lot of them are just genuine economic migrant, migrants, you know? Yeah. They just want to come here and get a job, and but maybe- I don't understand how it works because I know there's that quota that gets filled up yeah. in like 10 minutes yeah. every January. One, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like 1,300 and then it's done. Yeah. And that's yeah. filled up in about 13 and a half minutes. But it filled up on this January year one. so fast. Right, year. exactly. Yeah. So I, fast. I had a friend, um, he moved here from America and he couldn't get a, um, he couldn't get his residency sorted in Tallinn. It was so busy and packed all the time. Mm. He had to take a train down to Tartu just to register his, huh. his residency. So. It's a, it's a lot harder now, apparently, than it was like three or four years ago. I think so. And I was remember we were talking to your friend at Pudelbar a while ago, the, oh, Chris, e, the yeah, e-resident yeah. Yeah, yeah. who was running the server farm yeah. and the server business, but they determined that if you're an e-resident, you can't get the residency. Like, yeah, and, and oh, sorry. So the story was to explain to people that there's this guy, he's an e-resident. Uh, he's running some sort of server business, servers, selling server space or something. Yeah. But because 
uh, and he asked for the residency and he was denied yeah, because man. they said that you don't need to be here to run this business. Yep. And I remember talking to Daniel, I, I, I was talking to Daniel about this. Daniel apps sometimes knows a thing or two. And he said that actually the e-residency, they specifically state that it does not guarantee you a path to actual yeah, residency. Yeah. And it shouldn't really, like it shouldn't, you know. I guess not, no. I think that there are um, there are thresholds, all right? Like if you if you, um, if you you have an employee here, I think it's easier. Like, Or if you have a certain number in turnover every year. Okay, you get a big size, you're yeah, actually doing yeah. something right. Whereas he's fairly small scale, so they're like, you can do this from... from mm. you know? But yeah, the, 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 the e-residency specifically, like rule number one. Rule yeah. number one of ECRA, no immigrants. Yeah. Rule number one of e-residency, no immigrants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we ain't giving you a residency. That's why I love um, being part of the European Union. Is fuck, it's great. Like it's so great. I just come and go as I please. It doesn't, you know. I, I, you, I don't, you don't even need permission to be here as a European citizen. But in which case, you could then then it seems that the scam that I did was actually pretty reasonable. Which was Eric and I started the business together. Eric American, but had an Estonian residency. We started together. He could he could be the Estonian in the deal. Yeah. We got income and turnover, and then I bought him out for a euro. I wholly own the company. I employ myself in that company. It's not an e-residency or nothing like that. Yeah. And I got the visa based off that. So it seems like that scam but still you, is pretty reasonable. Do you think it would be as easy now as it was for you back then? Because back then, sure, you know, there was, wasn't much happening at all, really, you know? Yeah, it's hard to say because I don't know. And for me, hey, I miss the work in Estonia. I can do whatever the fuck exactly. I want. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can. <laughs> but um, yeah, maybe you would have to start, co-start the business with an Estonian resident, employ yourself, get the residency, then buy them out. And then, yeah. Might, then. So basically, if you want the visa to Estonia, you've got to have the money. And then, you, and it's not really a scam. Because you've got to be pumping you in enough the one money. Who said scam? <laughs> scam? Who said scam? 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 I didn't say scam. It's not really a scam because you've got to to be qualified for that. You've got to pay yourself one thousand two hundred euros a month, but then you've got to pay all the taxes and shit. Yeah, so you've basically got to have close to the two thousand euros a month of income into this company to pay all the taxes and all that bullshit. So that's not a scam. That's actually you paying all the goddamn taxes yeah. that it takes to employ somebody. Yeah. So yeah. look, Mr. Work in Estonia is here to tell you how to scam the system. I don't <laughs> But see, I, I also didn't really like I get why why Chris was denied, mm. but at the same time it's like just fucking let him in. Like geez. he's not you know, he's he's all right, you know. He's white. He's white. <laughs> he's American, like that's just a past, right? I mean Estonians love uh, Sure, we love an Americana. America. Yeah. 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 They can't discriminate off uh, I suppose, yeah. I guess not. For every one Chris, there's like 15 Arab and black guys out there. <laughs> That's why he was denied. <laughs> Maybe there's some piece of shit Americans who want to come or something. But if Maybe. You're, you're paying, if you're employing yourself, if you're yeah, yeah. doing the thing. I suppose it can't be carte blanche either. You can't just let everyone in. Like you know, Can't have open borders. We know that. Do you know that though? A lot of people are for open borders these days. It's, uh, you know. But even in our scenario, we're, talk we're still talking about this person generating 2,000 euros of income yeah. to the company, paying approximately 1,000 of that per month. So you are paying 12,000 euros a year to the Estonian government for the right to live here yeah. through the taxes of just the bare minimum social tax, let alone if your business actually does something yeah. and then yeah. generates more tax for the government. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, it's not that bad. I mean, <laughs> and when you say open borders, not that many people can- 
Well, yeah, I mean, for, for a country as small as Estonia, I don't know. I mean, I'm from Ireland. We have one border, which is not really a border. You the know, top so. one with the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> with the northern ones. So well, we have a different, like, I would have a different mentality to the whole border thing. Anyway. Okay, well, that's very different. Hey, I read that the Northern Irish just legalized the gay marriage they as did, well. They did, and the fucking, um, the DUP, the main, like, um, unionist, the pro-British party, mm-hmm. are furious. In, in the Northern Ireland? Yeah, yeah. Okay, They're yeah. fucking bigots. Like, they, they're against... Same-sex marriage against uh, anti-abortion, anti like anti-every. They're fucking you know extremely bigoted about everything just because it's the opposite of what the Catholic side are mm. for you know. So which is strange, right? Because you think the Catholic side would be the mm. the crazy like oh no no same-sex marriage, but it's actually the Catholics who who want. So the Republic of Ireland legalized the gay marriage a while yeah, ago, didn't yeah. you? We were you, the first in Europe. I that's think. right. Yeah. yeah. And the Northerners still has the does the United Kingdom regular? Do they legalize the gay marriage? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, so yeah. it's just the Northern Ireland, just, whole, just Northern Ireland, fucking yeah. Northern redneck. It's it's because of, of, of that old fucking shitty Unionist Party, the DUP, mm. that that were the majority up until the last election. They finally um, they lost their majority, so that's why things are Northern crazy. Ireland is like the Kaliningrad of the United Kingdom yeah it is yeah weird fucking leftover and enclave that no one cares about no one cares about people in the in the UK don't give a shit about it people oh. in Britain don't give a shit about it and people in Ireland like I, I would like to see United Ireland in my life but it mm. would be a financial disaster for the country because they're fucked or what because they're, they're fucked, fucked. Like they're, they're their biggest, the biggest sector of their economy is the civil service, yeah. and that's it. There's They're no, the East Germany of United. Yeah, Kingdom. they have no fucking. They f- a little bit of tourism because of Game of Thrones, pretty much. <laughs> and then the rest is they fuck all re- natural resources. Agriculture is pff, shit. So mm. it's all civil service. So if it was to join Ireland, it would f- uh, the ta- our taxes would go through the roof. And, and do you feel that? Do you feel though some sort of? I'm, I'm, I've been watching. I've been staying up late and watching a lot of documentaries about the Cold War. And oh, really? it's all like, oh, okay. oh yeah, I'm to- I'm down. I know, I know it all. I'm fucking 100 percent historian now, really. And the the Germans wanted the reunification. Like they were like, even though East Germany is fucked industrially, they're like, let's bring it. We're gonna do it. But these, I, you guys, even like interested in that? Yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah. You feel the still. You feel as. I don't know. They have the differing values that they have. You the, mean the, the, in Ireland, you mean? in Ireland, um, yeah. Do you feel like you you or you like fuck these guys well, and they're not fuckers? See, I'm from Kerry in the southwest, which is the the part of the country that was deeply Republican for years. Mm. Like it was Kerry and Cork, and maybe bits of this is the southwest that were there who fought against the British in the Irish War of Independence a lot more fiercely than the rest of the country did. We had legendary flying columns that used to take out British soldiers and stuff like that. Shit. Like, and so a lot of that generational thinking is still kind of around today. Like people in Dublin, yeah, like overall I would say people want a united Ireland, but um, a lot more people are realizing that it's not, it's not like, oh, we're united now, great, hey, hey. Yeah. There's a lot of, it's not cut and dry, like, you know. It would fuck us financially for sure, but... I think it would work out eventually over like 10, 15 years anyway. So. Okay. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, you because, think? Because like, the, the demographics of the North used to be mostly Protestant, mm-hmm. left over from when they settled in the, the plantations. And now the demographics are shifting to where the birth rates in the Catholic community are way higher than the Protestant community. So, mm. so it will happen, but not anytime soon, I don't think. Now help me with the, with the geography of Northern Ireland. So the United Kingdom... 
Again, this is going to sound so stupid to everybody listening, but I'm Australian. I don't know That's fuck fine, yeah. all about how this works. I'll speak to you as if I'm speaking to an American. Yes, exactly. I got American. nothing. Pretend I'm Caleb, right? Okay. And I'm young and I'm <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so there's Scotland up north, but then Northern Ireland is connected to the United Kingdom, not through Scotland. There's a direct... It's not connected to at all. It's it's part of. Oh, it's still part of yeah. that. It's just a line there, right? It's still the island of Ireland. Ireland is the yeah. island, and yeah. then think of like the brain, like think of it as a human, <laughs> like the, the the top of the head of Ireland is yes. Northern Ireland. Okay. The forehead is still part of the Republic of Ireland. Right, right. But yeah. the back of the head is Northern Ireland, <laughs> and it's sure. not connected in any way to the island of Great Britain. Right. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 And, Do you think that's going to affect? I'm from the penis of Ireland, down in in the very front. It actually looks like a dick. Like well, I'm from the Dingle Peninsula, and Peninsula comes <laughs> the, from the, the word penis. Is so it really called Dingle? The Dingle Peninsula. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's where I, that's where I grew up, and uh, so I'm from the penis of Ireland, uh, which is about as far away from the brain as you can get. Uh, of course, is, you know, of course, which is how <laughs> such things would be. But yeah, no, that's the way it works. Yeah, it's not connected at all. Is, does Brexit play any factor in all of these things oh, about yeah. when it's gonna? Uh, Big time, big time. Because do you think Northern Ireland's gonna be like, fuck this, all right, this is, we're going back to the mother country. Well, because Northern Ireland voted to stay in the European Union. Right. Whereas, and like, as well as Scotland. So, you know, they're having this pushed on them, even though I think it was like 60, 40 or something, they voted to stay. So, you know, they don't want to leave, they don't, they don't want to leave the United Kingdom. They don't want to leave the European Union. So it's just a f- fucking mess. It's a 50 50 mm. mess. And the worry is that if, if there was something drastic, like fuck it, we're gonna re- reunite the countries, that the violence would flare up again. You know the still, yeah, still, still. Oh, oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. Huh. So there was a, a young female journalist who was shot dead there last year, the year before. Uh, just some young fella with a gun shot her in like a a big, bro- like a riot. Mm. So you know, killings still happen and stuff. It's you know, mm. it's not over yet. I think uh, my theory is that Australia will attempt to become a republic again once Queen Liz drops off the perch. You might as well. Like, once she's done, like, because what the fuck is left anyway? The Harry the and the William are doing the thing. Who knows what's yeah. happening these days? Which, oh, yeah, by the way, Harry, I don't give a Harry fuck Harry about. Like, no one, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't give a fuck. But once the old girl dies, because the old girl's on the money, that's the big thing. She's yeah. on the back of every single coin, every single note. We have Queen Elizabeth II on that. We're gonna have fucking Prince Charles's. Yeah, we know what that. Fucking head on your. Yeah, I think that's gonna be interesting because when she drops off, they're gonna be like, "What are we gonna do with all these notes that have her on the back of it?" I mean, okay, not first world problems, quite literally. But then I think, yeah, then I think I think the Republicans are gonna have another pass after that, like because we had a couple of referendums to not be part of the Commonwealth, to be completely separate country, and uh, I think Australia. Australia is not part of the Commonwealth. We are. No, we are. We had some we refer- had votes. We had re- votes, and they failed. Oh, they failed. Okay. So, uh, being part of the Commonwealth to everybody listening means that, like, you still like the the Queen is our figurehead, but she doesn't play any role in politics. But she did in 1975, which was a bit different. We don't have a president. We have a governor general who's like her representative in Australia, and uh, I'm pretty sure the main reason why we stayed in this thing called the Commonwealth is because of the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> and we really want to win at the Commonwealth yeah, Games. Much, yeah. That's oh, like, yeah. hey guys, we, we there's some gold medals we can't win. Nah, fuck it, mate. Nah, nah, nah. We'll, we'll... I assume you get some sort of financial incentive. To I have it. no idea how that works. I'm not sure what that situation is. Yeah. But there's all that is gone. We're not following the British into some war anymore. We don't give a shit. Like we're more likely to follow. Of course, we're following the Americans because they give us money. Yeah, but if, if Britain did go to war, you would kind of like, all right, guys, we, we're fucking, right, going, mates, we're fucking but, doing it. 
But what? Like what? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not convinced we would follow the British. Yeah. Into wars anymore. But then again, we got that fucking bullshit. What's his name? Scott Morrison, prime minister. Yeah. He's a why bit of does everyone hate him? Is it just because he's conservative? Or? So, okay. So the prime minister of Australia, nobody likes him. But no one's liked. The last few prime ministers, like no one liked John Howard. He was in for years, but he kept getting voted in. Um, extremely conservative. Um, he's just seen as like like a, even a, a shittier version of John Howard. Not doing much, keeping those conservative uh, values. Australia is very strong right now on those very left kind of ideas. We've got that very strong left coming along like... You know, we got to be very liberal. We got to respect all the things. You can't say this. You can't say that. Hashtag me fucking 17. And hashtag me 17. Instead of me too, me three. It was a joke. All, all right, right. But okay. we can't. Yeah. Was, I thought you were comedian. <laughs> no, no. I'm not one of those. We'll get to that. Um, yeah. But Scott Morrison. But the main problem right now with the bushfires was he did nothing for like weeks upon weeks. He was, he was in Hawaii, wasn't Hawaii. he? Hawaii. Turns yeah, out yeah. half those ministers would just happen to be on holiday yeah. at that time. <laughs> they're in Hawaii. I don't know what they're all doing. But he was like, no, 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 no. And they're massive, massive climate change deniers. Now, whether you believe it or not is a separate thing, but they're huge climate change deniers. Like basically the fucking country is burning around them. They're like, nah, 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 nah. Climate change, nah, yeah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. I do have, I have a friend in Australia who- I don't know if he's anti-climate change, but he's skeptical. And he's skeptical. like, no, 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 this is, this is no different to the, the bushfires we had in the 70s. Oh, this is just an irregular year. And, and Look, it could be. Maybe. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm no fucking expert. But he lives, like, he lives in a city and he, he sends me pictures and it's fucking oh, it's thick red smoke. And I'm sending pictures out my window like, oh, we don't have any snow. <laughs> <laughs> I suffer as well. <laughs> I was complaining on the last episode that... I thought it was great because the, the, there was so much smoke with the bushfires that this is why, because Australia, we're a pack of cunts, right? Like, you know this. We are I a do. massive pack of cunts. And I loved They're it. good cunts, though. Well, you know. And <laughs> that the bushfire smoke had got so strong that it had floated over and was affecting New Zealand. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck, fuck yes. <laughs> fuck those Kiwi <laughs> bastards. But now what I read today is that the bushfire uh, smoke is so- so strong that it's done a lap of the globe. Oh, nice. And there is nothing Australians love more than doing laps. We love it. Get in our little, uh, our little uh, Hyundai XL or something and get the stereo turned up, get the fluoro lights at the bottom of the car. You're driving around the foreshore on a Saturday so night. If, mm, it, if mm, it headed mm, down to mm, New Zealand and the... That's it's probably heading for Ireland then, because that's the antipode of New Zealand. Are you fucking well, Ireland's the other way. No, 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 it's doing a bottom lap. Yeah, but if, if you go from Australia to New Zealand and keep going around, you'll reach Ireland. If you go that way, well, I don't know you which mother. How dare you? Look. We're like the Jews. No, we're the Nazis. Whichever one is the Fuck gassing them both. one. <laughs> Fucking both. The Jew Nazis. Nazi Jews with the gases. Oh, oh, you couldn't do a podcast like this in Ireland, man. Fucking hell. I know. How good is this? Oh, oh. It's getting crazy in Ireland, though. Like, you yeah, can't, really. Oh, that geez, you can't say shit no more. You got to be careful. Mm. Even in my town, which is you know. Backwards, shitty, fucking conservative. Carry way. down there. Carry down a fucking carry way. Gotta be careful what you say, you know? Mm. Get glassed for saying that, I don't know, Greta Thunberg is silly. <laughs> Bang, glassed. That's funny. <laughs> that you, that's the most Irish reaction to leftism. That <laughs> Usually it's like, no, you're bad. We're going to take you off the air. No, you're going to get fucking glassed. Oh, like, glassed, yeah. 
Jesus. I got threatened in, in a pub in Oban in Scotland. I was sitting down minding, well, I wasn't minding my own business. I was drunk and I was talking shit. <laughs> yeah, like, you would but, never mind. <laughs> but, but I'm in fucking Scotland in, in, a, in a shithole fishing village full of rough cunts. I'm going to talk some fucking shit. Yeah, of course. And this little young fisherman who I expected to be like, you know. Fuck, fuck, like Scotland's Ekra, right? Yeah. You expect like, him to be Scotland's Like Carol when he's drunk, you know, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what the fuck we were talking about. And... Um, we got into the a discussion about um, about um, uh, like cam girls and cam girl sites. Oh, this okay. guy, mm-hmm. and he just gets angry and and says like, "You can get out here now, glassy, you fucking cunty." I'm like, "All right, um, there's been a misunderstanding here. Mm-hmm. Can we calm down?" And and as soon as you say "calm down," that's it. That's it. That's it. I had to leave because he was gonna glass me. Wow. Now, did you? Talk about your profession. I wasn't even ta- no. I wasn't even talking to him. Oh, okay, right. I was talking to some other fella, and this guy just overheard something. And but were you were you pro cam girl? What was your angle? No, we were just talking about how like um, he this guy I was talking to was like he was writing a book about um, ca- cat houses in the UK, basically. Like cat houses, like prostitution houses, or what do you mean by cat house? Well, uh, yeah, because we only know cat houses a shitty nightclub in town. I know, but I like to think that it's a house full of cats where you also go to fucking prostitutes. <laughs> but I don't know, we were just talking about that and I was like, oh man, it's crazy how like the modern, not that I'm calling cam girls, cam girls prostitutes or anything, but it's a form of sex work, right? Sure. So it was like talking about how it's morphed into this modern modern uh, version of it and how, you know, all this thing. And this guy just gets more and more and more mad mm-hmm. and he's drunk and eventually he's just threatening to glass me. So I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Because, wow. Because I'm... To that level of drunkenness where I go, go on then. And then that's it for me then. I'm dead and open. <laughs> so he, and you feel he was left like he was, he was somehow offended or you were talking No, he about was just in a corner drinking. And I mm. think he just, he just got, I, my theory is that his mother was a prostitute. <laughs> and he was like, he was like. Did you say that to him? Because that might no, have been no, what triggered him off. I think he was drinking and going like, they fucking took my mother's job. She's too old to be a cam girl now. And he was like, fuck this guy. I'm going to glass him. And. I was like, all right, bye. Good luck to you, pal. <laughs> Dang. Uh, but that's Oban. Oban is a fucking- Where is Oban in Scotland? I don't know where that is. I love the place. Mm. Where is it in the geography of Scotland? It's, uh, I had to say I love the place because you know, I'm full, I'm full of shitty, say terrible full things. Of shitty stories about that place. But it's like um, Northwest. It's in the Highlands, but it's not. Okay. It's in a place called Argyll and Butte, but it's rough and tumble fishermen, you know, rough. Sure. I, I have a story about actually. Can I, I grab the uh, bottle? Yeah, let's go. Cool. I'm gonna need one for this story. <laughs> Tim brought us a bunch of beers from the sip. That's right. Beer store. I'm eating the prosciutto. I hope you can't hear me eat. I'm eating the prosciutto no, no, that he good. gave me. So we're gonna go to. Uh, I have no more. I'm, I'm going to your story. Yeah. Don't Before worry. we uh, do this, I have no more work to do today. The only thing we have left. It's about four o'clock now, but at uh, nine o'clock, we have a few of our comedians who are going to be on the. Uttul TV show. Oh, really? Yeah, for this tour that we're doing, the Varas Kaveri, oh, which cool. is the, the previous best of open mic. Oh, that's re- right. The one with, with Toots and, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Toots, toots, yeah. Is, toots is being mwah. Is he? Mwah. Oh, fuck, I miss him. I Gold go level say, Toots. Yeah. And uh, they're going on the the Uttul TV show. And the thing is that none of the core guys want to go on TV anymore. Like they fucking hate these shows. Because, okay, you do an interview, sure, you can do an interview, but they always want a game. They always want a game. They want something interactive. Hack some hack shit. Hack yeah. shit. And all, most of the core comedians, they just refuse. Um, but, uh, you know, the the young ones, 
doing the Varskaveri, they're oh, right into they're it. So they're hungry. No, they're so, fucking... so Anvaida, Renat Trumal, uh, Popov, and uh, Taurikula are going on. And they've got something. So there's going to be the interview, and it's all live as well. So there's the interview where they talk nicely and talk about the show and all that shit. But there is some game section. And it's basically going to be, it's meant to look like an improv where the hosts give them topics and they say jokes. But, okay, spoiler alert, everybody who's listening, it's all a setup. So, <gasps> dun dun. Wait, can oh, I play things? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh the new desk does things. Yep. Hey, I'm in play there again. <laughs> so, we've, we worked out the topics based off the jokes they have and we give them to the host, the host say the topics. So, we're going to see how this game bit goes. Yeah. And I'm willing to bet it doesn't go great, but it won't be so bad. And they were keen to get into it and they want to, you know, and it's good they're doing something to try and sell yeah, the show, so. Can you play two sound effects at the same time? I think so. But like a, at the same time? Oh, you can't. Ah. I wanted you to play the creepy one with the, uh, with the, with the birds because it's like, you know, the sound of the bow or whatever, stupid joke. Anyway. <laughs> oh, close enough. Yeah, Ooh. Oh, zoom, zoom. Now we That's can. That's the sound Lewis's pants makes when it comes, comes down, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby. How are you today? And then the blue one comes straight after. <laughs> no, the other blue one. That's pink. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this one's called Lewis Gets an Erection. <laughs> so anyway, That's a so great thing. That's uh, a great it doesn't matter if I'm drunk because I'm going to go into a TV studio and what could well, go wrong. You're doing it too? Uh, no, but I'm just supervising. You see, I, I think you're going to Japan in, in a month, right? I am. That's correct. Like, why don't... All TV shows just do the things that like Japanese TV shows do. Because you know, you're talking about the games that they have. Mm. You've seen some of these games. Are they crazy, the, yeah. Like the, the one where the big giant wall comes and there's a cutout and the guy has to make the shape before he's knocked into water. Why yeah, like why massive things that? swinging yeah. and they've got to jump across stuff. Like some sort of commando yeah. style thing. Japanese love crazy shit. Oh, they love great, it. Man, great. But tell me, okay, so let's go back. Let's go back. Let's oh, go back story. to the story. Yeah. So, um. I, I went to Scotland uh, a couple of months ago and uh, I flew into London. I rented a car and I drove up to Oban, which is like an 11 hour drive. And I pick up a friend of mine um, in London who's going to go meet uh, his boyfriend. Oh, very progressive. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, the one below it. <laughs> oh, this is the gay sound effect now. Don't tell on. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, uh, we, we drive up to Oban and. Um, Oban is a very, very rough, as I said, like, you know, in the summer it becomes a tourist town, but we were there like after summer and, you know, it's all dirty farm or like fishermen and, you know, you got to watch yourself basically. So anyway, I, I take him into this bar called Ole's Bar because it's the only bar in town that shows football and I wanted to see a football game. So we pop in and uh, it's just full of the roughest fucking, this, I, like literally a guy, he didn't have a peg leg, but he might as well have had a peg leg. <laughs> Like I was looking for the fucking parrot on his shoulder. It was fucking crazy. And there's a guy in a wheelchair, but he's got no hands. So how does he move the wheelchair? So like, it's, it's, it's this crazy scene. So we go in anyway, and I love these people. I love fucking sitting down and chatting with these people because they're salt of the fucking earth. Like they're just good crack to be with. But anyway, my, my friend's boyfriend, he's very feminine. Like very, very So the feminine. friend and the boyfriend are there? Yeah. Okay. Very feminine. Um, and so we go into the bar and I order drinks. And um, the, the the boyfriend goes uh, to the bathroom. And all of a sudden I hear the barman scream out from behind the bar. Sorry, hen, that's the, that's the men's bathroom. I'm like, fuck, he thinks it's a woman. 
And then he kind of turns around and gives like a like a, I'm a man, but why? Yeah, why would you make that sound? You were <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, we're getting glassed. We're getting glassed. But, but you just said that Oban was the bastion of leftists defending the, but not so. No, 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 no. Mm. Did I say that? I don't know the guy that wanted to punch you for talking about cam. Yeah, girls. but he just, his mother was a prostitute. Wasn't yeah, okay. <laughs> Your mother was a prostitute and your father. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, no, I was. Uh, I thought that was it for me. Like, yeah, you thought that was it. The, the, okay, you've been outed. I have a rep in that town, you know. Yeah, really. Prostitutes and cam girls. Cam girls. Oh yeah. So yeah, you've yeah. been outed. That you're hanging out with two <laughs> yeah. homos in that town, and yeah. they're gonna. That night, actually, I went to get a curry in the in the only Indian place in town, mm. and I passed by. I was by myself, and I passed by this guy. Um, and I was drunk, and I was like, uh, "Hey!" Because we were the only two people on the street. So I'm like, "Yeah." And he yells out at me, I don't want you to convert me. Leave me alone, you big fat bastard. I don't want you to convert me. <laughs> and I didn't know what the fuck he meant. Like, he think I was like a minister, like a Catholic priest or something. Maybe. And my friend told me, like, he was like, yeah, no. Um, he heard the Irish accent and he, want, he was worried you were going to convert him to Irishness. You're an uh, Irishness. Or something like that. Not, like, not Irish Catholic, just Irishness. Just Irish. Like, what, uh, like mm. I don't know. Like, it's a thing you can it's be converted to. Yeah. Yeah, I was converted. I was I was born, uh, you know, African, but I've been converted to but the like, Irishness. Oban's great. Like, there's a mix of of hardcore Catholics, like IRA loving guys, and then there's the the hardcore Unionists, and they just all manage to get along. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time I'm there, like, the first time I was there, a guy came up to me and he he lifted up his sleeve to show me his IRA tattoo. Oh shit! And then he kept lifting up his sleeve, and he had IRA tattoos the whole. Year. But wait, 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 As wait. If wait. I'm in the IRA, like. Yeah, yeah. I was about to wait, wait. That's a bit. Sorry. Let me let's back up on this conversation. Oban is in Scotland. Scotland, yeah. yeah. Near the Highlands. So yeah. in the heartland of Scotland. Yeah. So why are there Irish Republican army Oh, dudes? because that's the way, like Glasgow is like Celtic, like it's the other football thing, Celtic and Rangers. No, I don't know about that. Well, Celtic are like, uh, they're the number one team in Scotland. Rangers okay. were traditionally the number one team. So they're, they're constantly, it's the biggest, one of the biggest rivalries in the history of sport is this. Okay. And, and Celtic are, are basically Catholic. So, Republican and Rangers are Protestant, so Unionist. So uh, there's a huge population of the, of the uh, a huge proportion of the population are split down the middle like that. They'll be they'll identify as Irish Irish Republican, Irish, or just Scottish Unionists. Huh. Because it's more it's very complicated. Like in Northern Ireland, the Unionists that are there now were descended from Scottish settlers, you know what I mean? So, okay, yeah. So, the, you know, it, it's all connected in one way or the other. But, right, the, but okay. the modern equivalent of it, it does, it is a football thing. Mm. But they were Scottish, but still identified with the IRA because that was yeah, sort of their lean. Oh, okay, right. So they're, they're not Irish. Catholic, okay, they're not you know, Catholic, so they- But we're, we're all Celtic. We're all fucking dirty Celts, like, you know? Sure. So. That you get a tattoo. Yeah, fuck yeah. To that level. Yeah, like, yeah. sure, you'd be like, yo, I sympathize with the IRA and yeah, their struggle yeah. and those people identify our common roots. Be like, yeah. no, I'm going to get that yeah. shit implanted on my skin. Stupidity, Lewis. That's, you know, what we're going to do. Yeah. yeah. But I you mean, were, and, he, and he heard your accent. He was like, yo, I'm down with this. And he starts pulling up the sleeve. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's like, I'm, I'm legit. And I don't even guys. have a strong Irish accent. You know, so. Yeah. I mean, pro- I mean, if you've got an IRA tattoo, you've probably got a little ching. You know, you're like, yeah. oh, ding. Okay. okay. Yeah. Tell somebody about this. But it's the same in Belfast. Like there are streets, Belfast in Northern Ireland, there are right. there are streets you'd feel dodgy on if with an Irish accent. There are pubs you mm. can't go into, you know, there's, mm. there's barriers separating communities and stuff. Well, this would make it difficult, as you say, yeah. how to make this integration. How is this yeah, going to be yeah, when, they're, exactly. yeah, yeah. when they're two countries? There, there would be trouble, but I don't know. 
If it's done over a long period of time, it'll probably be all right. There's a border now, right? Yeah, is yeah, there yeah. a border or what? Yeah, there always has been a border, but be- because the UK was in the EU, mm. it's not a hard border. So there's no checkpoints. There's no... You can just walk over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like a Valga Valka border, is it? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like good. Schengen. It's just, you know. Oh, it's not, okay. There's no checks. There's no nothing. That's why people were, people were worried about Brexit because if there was no deal with the European Union, there was the potential of there being a hard border. Which is impossible in the north because there's like 500 border crossings. Right, you couldn't do it. No, but, there, but there is no deal with the Brexit as much as I little understand. They're working on it. By the end of this month, they're going to... It will be a deal. Yeah. Okay. The withdrawal agreement, they call it. But I, don't, I fucking hate talking about Brexit. I've, I fucking I hate fucking it. made a few of those in the past, a few withdrawal <laughs> agreements. Ah, yeah. who's with me? Hey. Yeah. Whoa, Jesus, slow down there. There was fucking... I'm going to alienate two of the three people who are listening to this thing. <laughs> But no, like the, the I, I try to avoid talking about Brexit because it's so fucking stupid. I just don't care. Yeah, I don't get it either at all. Like I was in London over just after Christmas, and just mass protests in Parliament Square, mm. and you can tell that like I passed by this guy who was in like a green beret. He was like this hardcore Marxist guy who was there to protest. But they had like Russia Today and CNN and Sky News, and they had cameras and lights set up on this guy. So that they would have the perfect lighting to film him protesting. It was so facetious. Like I guess I just found he's the stereotype. He's the archetype. But of no, they set him up. They like yeah, put him yeah. there. They put him on a little box so he'd be high enough to reach the camera. Yeah. They right. put lights on him and they go, "Okay, protest, go." Yeah. Now he's, he's like, "Oh, this is all fucking, you know, it's ridiculous." <sighs> I didn't have the balls to say anything though. I, I walked through the crowd and I was like, "Yeah, go on, say like, get a job, you fucking hippies." But I was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna get glassed again." <laughs> again. <laughs> Wherever you go, you get glass. Glasses follow those. What can I say? Hasn't that look if without stepping out of line here? Hasn't that also been in Tallinn? I mean, you. Yeah, I mean, think of two thousand four. Yeah. Oh, you mean me getting glass? No, you getting glassed. Yeah, came close in Riga once. Oh, really? I was with Peter Shumowski. Remember the, the, uh, oh, the, the Polish, Polish guy? guy. Yeah, 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 we were down there after watching a football game. After. I don't know if that was the last Naba Club or not. Probably not the last one. Okay. Naba Club was a venue we used to perform it in Tallinn that closed down and then really? turned into a subway. Now it's a Subway. daily cafe type of oh, thing. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, some bullshit. So they turned, yeah. So yeah. They, they tried to commercialize it, couldn't even commercialize it. Subway sandwiches, I mean. Yeah. But um, we were sitting outside Deli Snack in Riga, oh, a legendary the food place in, the best. in Riga. And there were two Russian guys just standing there smoking. And I was talking to Peter about something stupid about women or something like that. And I just turned to the Russian guy next to me and I just did that fucking silly, like, ah, this guy knows what I mean, you know? And he turns around and he flicks his cigarette right at my face. And because of my Neo Matrix reflexes, I like dodged it, of course, it's in slow motion, like, <laughs> and uh, the cigarette hit off of Peter. And Peter starts t- speaking to this guy in Russian back and forth. And thank fuck the guy's friends came out and pulled him away. Because I was gonna get glassed. <laughs> Dang! So the Polish guy's kicking off with yeah, the Russian it's guy. All, it's all my. It's me. I'm. I'm a troublemaker. But I, you know, I mean, it's in. It's innocent. <laughs> right. I'm just you know, hey, this guy, you know. And now wasn't it? I mean, I mean, last time you were out in town, wasn't it? You know, like, didn't you have a run-in with the Estonian oh, yeah. police? Yeah, I was. I was uh, ceremoniously ejected from McDonald's at four o'clock. McDonald's. In the I thought for some reason I thought it was one of the bars. No, it's not even the bars. It no, was McDonald's. It was, it was after I left Shamrock. 
I'd like okay, to Shamrock. All right, Shamrock's the one just there. Is that the Shit, k- fucking oh, the karaoke bar. Yeah, just there? horrible. Yeah. But it's open late. It's next. Yeah, the karaoke. We went there. Me and Renar and Olga went there one night. It was a great it's night. It's all right. It's, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rono sang. I went there with Rono one night, and he sang, um, <laughs> you know, Lo Yangula Vastukapa Bixikobune. You know the the Lonely Horse song. Rono would love it. Beautiful. Him. I have a video of him doing it. It's, it's <laughs> He's a great singer. God bless him. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I was I, I was at. Uh, uh, tossed out of McDonald's for no reason whatsoever. I was you, minding my own business. Were you really minding your own business? I was minding my own business. I uh-huh. was waiting for my food, and the guy had closed the doors because it was after like five. It was like six o'clock. So it was like f- at five they closed the doors, and the guy just was like, "All right, you got to go." Mm. And it was literally like I'm waiting for my food, and I showed him the ticket, and he grabbed me by my shoulder and tossed me on the street. Oh. And then I uh, demanded the cops be called, and they took me away. <laughs> Uh, uh, so you got no burger and you ended up at the cop shop that's the worst part of this whole thing and you ended up at the cop shop it wasn't even a burger i wanted a wrap oh you're going with the pussy fucking wrap food i was being health conscious and i was being discriminated that's why they took you away why he had great form though that judo throw he did on me oh man i bet Ronda Rousey would be proud. You were, you're a suspicious character because you're ordering a wrap at 5 a.m. Nobody yeah, orders a wrap at 5 a.m. They're like, mm. there's no one who looks like me orders a wrap. Exactly. I'm ordering five Big Macs. Exactly. And 50 chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why he threw me out. Like, he's mm. like, oh, this guy must be a spy. He's trying to pretend. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But yeah, they brought me back to my uh, hotel. and uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So you got out eventually. Yeah, I did, yeah. What time did you get back in? Like 9 a.m.? Like it takes a few hours. You got to get in, process. No, they, just, they took, took me straight to the hotel. Oh, okay. Me, yeah. Hey, you got a free ride home. This is yeah, great. Yeah. They just, I was a drunk foreigner. They didn't want to deal with me. You know? Yeah. Who wants to deal just, with you? Know. But since then, I've, I'm like, all right, that's enough. Oh, really? You've yeah, cleaned up the game. Enough. Yeah. I don't, yeah. It's, that's, you know, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough threats of being glassed. That's it. That's my red line. Well, I was. And are you sure that was you imposing this new strict regime, or was that maybe the influence of your girlfriend doing that? What strict regime? No, well, no, it's me. Oh, me. Oh, God. Lewis. This total new, I'm I a new Tim. I don't, you don't, know. I don't drink on weekdays no more, Lewis. Ooh. I avoid. Uh, Besides this weekday. Yeah, well, you know, we're doing a podcast. It's a special it's, thing, yeah, sure. It's a celebration, Lewis. <laughs> it's a coming together of minds. <laughs> You know, you have a t-shirt that says, get over it. That deserves, you deserve to be glassed for wearing that t-shirt. I do. It's a terrible <laughs> one. Get over it. I bought I bought this t-shirt. It's, I have a bright red t-shirt on. It says, get over it. Yeah. On the front of it. I because bought it. when I read it, I read it in your, your accent. Get over it. Fuck. Yeah. Fucking get over it, cunts. What are you doing? Like, you fucking just get over it. It's, um, such, a, it's, such, like, it's such like a fuck you t-shirt. Like. Yeah, it's stupid. I bought it for $5 at a Target in America. Oh man! Like that's all it was. It's cheap, right? How Super. about those American like uh, sweatshop T-shirts? I like. I have a. Um, I have a, a three pack of black T-shirts that I bought in Walmart mm-hmm. in 2013. They're flawless. <laughs> I have a T-shirt I bought last year. It's fucked. Terrible. <laughs> it's fucked. You need that. Was made yeah. in China. Oh yeah. Walmart. Made in Pakistan. Pakistan. Exactly. Sorry, Here, I was thinking too fancy. Yeah. That's fancy. Fuck me with my fancy Chinese-made shit. <laughs> exactly. No, 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 no. Yeah. no. Uh, but no, I, I've um, I'm getting healthy and you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Explain ha- this. To. Explain this in any well, way. Well, because I'm gonna die if I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and believe it or not, Lewis, uh-huh. this might come as a surprise to you. I don't, I don't want to die. So there you go. That genuinely does come as a surprise yeah. to me, knowing your history, Tim Reedy. Where would you get your ham? Like if I mm. died, and it's good ham. I'm eating the go ham and walk through the hordes of brown people I'll myself. Gotta, like fuck that. Go buy it, man. Mm. But the, um, what's really good at the, 
I really like that noodle place at Baltiyam. New face. face. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've this never actually legit. had their noodles. Oh, you got you get the 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 soup or something. Yeah, the pork, the chicken, the the two times roasted pork. I don't even know how that works. Oh, why yeah. Why that would yeah. be double roasted or the beef, and then you can get the bao, the bao, the uh, the steamed bun from New Face as well. Mm, they'll steam it for you. Steam it good. I know, like I, I, I know to trust that place because there's a fat Asian guy working there. Mm, that's the guy. He's the main dude. Guy. He's the guy. That's so funny because he's um, like they've got all the the posts. So New Face, I think he's the main chef. And it's so funny because I'm reading the sign that's in Estonia, and they're like, "Oh, yo, we're the we're the new Asian restaurant. We're coming here with you, and, and you know, you can hire us if you want to do the catering. You want to do this, and we're run by head chef, and his name is like Juan Bing Dao, and then it's got brackets, Eric." <laughs> ah, that's classic Chinese. Yeah, I know. He's got that. They've already given him that Estonian name yeah, so he can yeah. fit in. So Eric is our man like, there. He, he, looks like, he looks like the type of guy who'd be in one of those like YouTube eater mm. shows or something. You know, just a big fat jolly. And he's got this you know? thick, black, thick black glasses on or yeah, something. Yeah. And he, he's legit. He would have a great story. I got to talk to Eric. Yeah, I, I got to talk to Eric. I, gotta this is a, I had a podcast idea years ago where I was just going to talk to random people who live here who aren't from here. And I had a bunch of people who were interested, but I just mm. got lazy. We should do that. That would be great. Yeah. It would be even better with you and Eric. Eric could be the third one here. Like, yeah. bro, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you Chinese motherfuckers are... If you guys oh, are coming to Estonia, like, ooh, yeah. Get free food, too. Oh, he could come down. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. do the publicity for Eric. Because that Baltian tour, like, like I, my parents visited for the first time just after that place opened. Mm. And I was trying to explain to them how fucking horrific that place used to be. And th there was no reference. You know what I mean? It was not like a, like just, it looked like, you know, uh, like Soweto in Johannesburg, one mm. of the townships, just shacks. And yeah. now, now it's this beautiful fucking modern, oh, I love it. I drive, I drive an hour up here just to go there. Just, I don't even buy nothing. I just walk around. Shacks is a good description for what that old market oh, yeah. used. Oh God, yeah, yeah. It was just walking yeah. by, you could buy power tools. Yeah. But then ironically, I would never buy anything there because they picked me for a foreigner and I'm like, oh dude, I want to get that drill. And he's like a hundred euros. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I know yeah. you offered it for 20 euros to some other guy. Yeah. And now it's amazing. There. New I Face also, New Face Noodles also has the uh, bubble tea. With a, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Which yeah, I don't yeah. get into, but I think all the kids get into. Yeah, because it's Instagrammable, right? Right, and yeah. it's all like they've seen it in the anime and the, the K-pop right. stars all, so they're all about the K-pop stars and the J-pop right. stars. BTS and all that right. shit. Because I think there's not other, as much as I know, I don't know where else, I don't know a lot, we know this, uh, of where you can get bubble tea in Thailand. It's one of the main places you can get it. It's the only place I'd say, right? Maybe, yeah, yeah, I think it's a thing. Like they should push it harder. Like I think, because also though, I, cause I go there cause it's just down the street. I go there for dinner all the time to New Face at Baltiam. And it's really nice. Like I, I would say a couple of times when I'm there, like very often I'm eating my dinner and there's like an Estonian couple that come with their child. Maybe the child is quite small. Maybe the child is even like, let's say 10 or 12 or something. And they come and they're like trying to introduce their child to different food. It's yeah. really nice to see. And the child's like, oh, that's interesting. I want the bubble tea and all that. And like, it gives you hope, Yeah, man. Like there are actually cool people you out there trying to- fucking Pifid or Pelmeni anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. options now, you know? And kids don't give a fuck. They'll nah, eat whatever yeah. you put in front of them, right? So they love the bubble tea. They're eating all this weird shit. And it's kind of nice to see that every time there's fucking some helmet dickhead on the news saying some stupid shit that actually there's some people yeah. out there, you know, yeah. taking advantage of this and, and doing something but nice. Like every, everything in there is great. The Rebane mm. 
Fried chicken place. Oh yeah, great. Billy Andy Burger, great. Mm. The, the, the two little um, beef butcher places that are there in the end. You can get actual fucking Australian wagyu there. And it's, oh shit, it's so great. Have you had that? That yeah, there's that place next to New Face, which has got the Caesar salad with the fried chicken. That's the right, uh, something Rebana. Rebana. Yeah, yeah. So you have had that. Yeah, what did you have when you were there? Uh, just some like uh, just a few pieces of fried chicken. It was good. Yeah, yeah, I had the yeah. burger the other day. It's, it's actual actual fried chicken. Not yeah, like it's legit. Yeah. Not KFC shit fucked in a, mi- in a microwave for five minutes. You know, mm. it's, you know. Like I had the, the fried chicken burger and it was a legit big bit of fried chicken they put on that Crispy, burger. Crispy, proper, fucking, yeah. Yeah. It's great. The Villandi burger. Oh, that's where all the Volt guys were today, just hovering around there. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting that, I mean, it would be, it's interesting to know how, like, so Villandi burger seemed to be onto something. Yeah. But, why? Because we've had Ulitz for a while. But Ulitz, yeah. I mean- How are they better than Ulitz, Tim Reed? They smash their burgers on stainless steel. That's it? Ulitz grill theirs mm. on a grill, mm-hmm. which is good. But like, have, have you eaten a Villandi burger? No, I haven't. You can't beat a good- First of all, I'm a fucking scientist of burgers. I put way too much time into <laughs> thinking, eating, and making love to burgers. Yeah. So- if I say it's good, it's good. I believe, I believe. Repent, but repent, it's, it's brothers and sisters. Like, it, it, it's first of all, they, they grind their own meat. Um, I think they use actual like short rib and different cuts and stuff to make their meat. Mm. It's smashed on a stainless steel griddle, which gives the, like it forms a crust due to the Maillard reaction on the actual meat. Which Maillard makes it, reaction, what is yeah, that? Yeah, do you know, if, if you make a grilled cheese, you know, the, the little brown, anything that browns, that's the Maillard reaction. Ooh. That's the name for it. So if you okay. fucking, I don't know. If Dude you, knows um, the scientific explanation yeah, for you why your grilled steak, cheese is brown. Jesus. If you sear a steak, the, the brown bits are the, the caramelized sugars that come out of the meat huh. due to the Maillard reaction. Oh. So that's where, that's where you smash, they smash it nice and thin so it's crispy. And the, the, the crust makes it meatier. They don't overload it with bullshit vegetables and sauces. You don't want that shit. No, no. No, the bun is great. And uh, it's just, it's nice. You know, hmm. yeah, you know it's, I mean, Ulitz is good too. Don't get me sure, wrong. Sure, sure. And of course, no. Sanders Burger was the best of all time. Well, we always have to say that, don't we? We can't. But Villiand is good. We have to put that underneath everything. Otherwise, we're going to get thrown out of yeah. Comedy Estonia. No, Sander Burgers were number one. Yeah. We'll always be number one. There's, there's a burger place in London called... Um, uh, mother truckers, yeah, mother truckers mm-hmm. in South London. It reminds me a lot of that. Mm. Just fresh, no bullshit, cheap burger, fries. Go fuck yourself. You know, it's just it's great. Because for for our guests who who may not remember, uh, comedy Estonia comedian Sandrigas is a trained oh, chef, yeah. and for some time had his own burger van that he ran. Out of his yard in Tartu, he had caravan, yeah. his car. It was a caravan, and his family home uh, was, or slash, still is, on Ria Mante. As you're going like out of Tartu to Launakeskus, yeah. and uh, he would had his he made burgers out of his burger van, and we would just Damn use good, all of the channels that we have, and he would say like, "Yo, I got fifty burgers today," and then when I'm done, I'm done, and. It was selling. He was selling out every day. Fifty burgers, sixty burgers, like turning them over. Because his 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 um, he would only make so many a day, mm. so everything was fresh. He had these buns specially made by this yes. old lady who had like a little bakery. 
his fucking sauces were insane. For years, I've been trying to get him to just give me the recipe. <laughs> no, you get the bottle. Ah, you don't get the yeah, recipe. Yeah, and uh, it was just fucking great. Oh. The first there was it was the first real burger I've had in, in Estonia, oh. like proper, made by someone who know what the fuck they're doing. Something, and, saying, uh, something. He had I said two little griddles mm. and one little fridge, and he could just make magic out of it. Like, oh, I miss it. It's great. I do. I went there. Were you there on the very last day? It was a sad day. I don't remember that one. Oh, man. So Sander eventually, eventually, as the, the comedy career took off, he had to make that hard decision between comedy and burgers and yeah. only one could rule. So he had, you know, to because it takes a lot. You got to, it's a lot of work to run. It's a full-time yeah. job to, to run that. And, you know, if he wanted to keep doing his comedy career, um, you know, you'd go on to shows every day. You're moving, you're traveling around the country constantly. You got to write, you got to have that. So- He'll always um, have it though. He'll always have the-, the He's game. got the secret recipe, this Honda Sander herbs and spices. So so for us, that lives in infamy. Oh God, yeah. As yeah, the yeah. greatest burger that we'll ever have. And yeah. then and then now we look to icons like Tim and to Sander. Tell us where should oh, yeah. we be? Yeah. I mean, we've got the, the we've got the Varas show coming up uh, right. next week in, in Rakvare. Mm -hmm. And all I'm thinking about is grillers. Grillers, yeah. Grill, <laughs> oh, grillers is 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, a burger's quality, it, it, it'll, it, it, it can be really good like Viliandi burger, or you can be really drunk, which <laughs> it doesn't have to be that good and it can still be fucking incredible. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Burgers were taking off for a while and it seemed like they were going to be the next craft beer, but it seems like, I mean, you've got Ulitz, who the fuck else? Like there's no, I mean, and now Viliandi burger kind of came along a little bit later. And well, the Estonian burger factory has always been there. Oh been yeah, they're years. there. That's true. That's true. And then you've got Vesi Varava. Yeah. I still go to a burger factory. They moved. Did they move? They moved out, out Narvamante or something, didn't they? They were down by- Cosmos. Yeah, they were down that direction. I think there's, I don't know. No, they moved. Yeah, because they were near my place. So I could always walk yeah. to, I used to live near Cosmos. So the Big burgers, that was the only thing. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So there's Burger Factory. That's right. Because I remember the day that we had um, Gabriel Iglesias come to Estonia. Yeah. We had Fluffy come here and he's got like him and his five big Mexican boys in his entourage. And they're like, yo, we want to eat some food. And I'm like, okay, Burger Factory. So we call up Burger Factory, had a thing, and they they were loving it that Gabriela Iglesias got to go there. And it's the best place I could think of to. But they've to been, send they've these been boys. here since well, since I first came here. Like, because isn't Burger Factory the split off from Vesi Varva? Is isn't it, it the, the the OG like before there were any burgers in Estonia? Yeah, yeah, they, they, OG yeah. was Vesi Varva in Kadriog. Yeah. And you used to go to that little kiosk, sit in that window. You'd have to order your burger, then freeze your fucking ass off waiting for that burger yeah. and you know and you run across the road sit in your car for the 15 minutes it would take for them to make your burger and then there's some politics there some drama and there was a split and then some of those guys went off to make burger factory and then from there then that's yeah. in the same way craft beer grew then you had the ulitz and now later on down the line the viliandi burger i'm surprised there are more because like right. burgers became a huge thing in the uk mm. in america and ireland and stuff so there still is only a, maybe there's a gap in the market for tim burger huh yeah. hey. i have always wanted to have my own little like food truck for years okay. i wanted to have you could employ the greek guy what's his name he's fucked off to greece oh he's gone, he's gone. okay I don't know if everyone remembers at home the uh, what was what was the the place what was Greeky what was, was the Greeky at Peter's was at first yeah on the corner under, of under uh, on Us is it Us Tanov I I in Old Town Aya, Aya on Aya, Aya opposite yeah. the Rimi 
There, there's that old, it's not Dedical Burger anymore. That's now- It's an Indian place now. Yeah, up the street from Venecotorikeskos, where the Rimi is, there used to be Pita's, this Greek just place run under, by a fucking OG Greek Red guy. Under Red Emperor, just right under-, under Yeah, next yeah. to Red Emperor's. Y'all, y'all been there when you drunk the Red Emperor's, right? And that was legit. Pita's oh, yeah. was- And then it was um, Euros, it was changed. Mm. And he went off and opened a little kiosk in Mustamai. That's right, the guy. Yeah, 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 the Greek guy. And then he, I guess- wasn't successful, so he went back to Greece. Lo and behold, opening a and fucking kiosk. now there's another kebab place where Peter's used to be. Yeah, I think I've been there once. It's regular. Yeah. It's yeah, fuck. I'm staying in Hotel Baron tonight, so I'm open. For oh, that. you're next door. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> where would I go late at night right now? Uh, if I wanted to get some food, hey, have you tried here at Teleskivi the 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 Tana uh, Tanaftoid fucking the food street thing here? Right, just here, right? The food, the yeah. street food place here. Oh, a uh, depot. Like, yeah, yeah, just a depot here, right? Yeah. And they've got the, uh, whatever now, there's the kebab place, there's the shawarma place, Pascal and there's the, the Vietnamese place. But just the next thing there, there's a fried chicken place. Oh, really? You haven't tried this? Next to the waffle place. You know, there's a waffle place yeah, as you're walking towards Dan, there, right? Dan was telling me about this just today. Yeah, yeah. The, chicken place. the fried chicken place is legit. They got wings. They got little the little drumstick things. Yeah, legit. I remember, and they'll do the dirty fries. They'll have the fries with the sauce and the bacon and oh, all this yeah, sort of shit. Yeah. Sander took us there one night. It was it was heavy. Is it open late? Is it a late? Yeah, night? Well, I, reasonably late. I remember us having it late, like one night. Is the late I don't know. I don't know about like five a.m. late. Maybe like midnight late. Yeah, that's late enough, though. Okay, late enough. Not like super super late. Yeah, because there's good. not that many late food options in Thailand. It's it's fucking McDonald's, loca, or bust. I don't mind the loca chicken. I love loca because whenever I go in there, because my, myself and I think Tauri Einberg or something, we used to go in there, someone, one of them anyway, we used to go in there all the time. And I'd always order this this pizza and I would just tell them, cover it in, in fresh chilies. And, you know, they'd give me a little bit every now and then. But now when I go in there, they're like, hey, fresh chili guys. So they give me a pizza blanketed in fresh chilies. <laughs> and it's fucking glorious. It's the best. <laughs> so, like, Peter's would have been, I mean, that, that was our fucking That was the place. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you'd go in there and the guy, I mean, this authentic Greek guy would tell you five minutes. He'd be talking about how he got the latest feta yeah. from Greece. He'd let you try it. He would, um, oh, he'd bring out the tub of that shit. Yeah. He'd be like, hey, come on, hey. He'd sell, you, he'd, he'd sell you beer to take away at like three o'clock. Oh, that was good because he yeah. knew us as well. So yeah. we knew we could just get beers and head off. And with I, them. I always hated the, the, I didn't hate the bread, but I didn't really give a shit about the bread. So I would just ask him, can I just get a box of meat? And I didn't give a shit. What? It's four o'clock in the morning. I'm pissed. I don't care how much it costs. Like When you're that drunk, money is relative. You know what I mean? So he would just give me a big box of meat and I would just drown. Oh, tremendous. All right, now speaking of such things, let's have a little break because uh, yeah. Lewis uh, has the bladder of a small water balloon. and uh, I have the bladder of a water buffalo, so I'm good. <laughs> let's carry on a bit. Yep. So we can turn the microphones back on. 
Oh, before we start, yeah, I have another gift for you. Oh, look at this. Santa. I forgot. Comedy Santa. A bottle of uh, Chenin Blanc from the slave fields of South Africa. Oh, I love Brought to you by Julius Malema himself. I do love oppression wine. Okay, Chenin Blanc from Fine Wine of South Africa. Thank you, yeah, Tim. No bother. It's uh, it's not Christmas. It's uh, it's Tim's Miss. Tim's today. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got loads of shit to give people back at my hotel. I got to figure something out. Oh, that's nice. I like that. I like I like part of my job with Comedy Estonia often makes me feel like Santa because. If the guys are like, uh, they need to buy something, right? So they've earned some money and they need to go buy something. So they're like, yo, we need the phone. Yo, I got to get the speakers. Yo, I got to get this new desk and these new uh, microphones or something. Like I'm the one who actually has the, uh, the card. So I have to go out and buy it. So I feel like comedy Santa that I have to like, hey, you need the phone. I'll give you the phone. Hey, you need the laptop. I'll get you the laptop. Hey, like, and it's using their money. Yeah. But it's like mon money in the company and shit. And uh, yeah, so it's kind of like, and it's kind of, I just get to go buy something. Like, that's nice. I oh, get to, giving I, people stuff is the best. It's the best. Oh, it's the best. Especially like, if you can get a group of people together and just pick up the tab for a drink at night. Oh, mm. it's one of my favorite things to do. We had a nice night out. Um, I guess we were away, but um, mm. sorry, I'm drinking and eating. We had a Comedy Estonia um, a company party. Oh yeah. For the first time. It was super legit. Um. We went to, what do we do? We went to Laser Tag in uh, Christina. And uh, it's in like some old, it's in the old, uh, oh, I guess you don't know it, but it's um, in the factory. I think it's called Factory there, like a nightclub space. Oh, I know, it's just across I know the road is. from Christina Keskos. Yeah, I know where that is. Yeah. And um, little, like, right up in the know. tower, there's a Laser Tag place. And so we went as a big group, like all the core comedians and a few extra. And uh, Henrik and, and, and Christina and, and Hello were there. And we went and played laser tag um, for a few hours and had games of that. And then uh, we went and got changed. And then we went down and had dinner. And we went to the gastro, Saku gastro pub in Rotomani. And oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I paid for it all. Um, because that's what, ah, that's, that's what you do. You do that's you what know. you do when you're the boss. Remember and then that nice dinner we had years ago in, the in Argentina? Argentina? And then we went bowling and then we had bowling as well. Oh, and then nice. I had to justify all this shit to the accountant as well. Ah. And she's like, yeah, but then I'm like, yeah, we had the business associates there. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. And uh, it was really nice. Yeah. And uh, it was a good evening. And then in the middle, Sandra and I had a private show and I think I was way too high. I remember being way too high, but nevertheless, we did the private show and it was pretty great. So we, we stepped out for a while. It was just like down the street. We did the private, Sandra and I went to this party, did the private show, then came back and did that. And it was a great night and we all had bowling and we had a nice time and like it was Should proper, it year. legit it year. company shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna do it every year. Like uh, it was really good for for us all just to get drunk and have a good time. Yeah, it's always, that's, that's always good. Laser tag was fun too. I've never done it. I'm terrible at it. Well, I've only ever done paintballing. That's the only like, yeah. Maybe we're, um, I like to go-karting with the crew. Let's see. I guess because yeah, it was winter, you know, you can't really do that. Yeah. So it is fun. So the next beer that we've got here from Tim, he's got us the Pohila, the Vermalaisa GF. Yeah, if you drink it, you get a girlfriend. Badumtish. <laughs> yes. I have a girlfriend now. Just the one? Just the one. <laughs> I know. I'm very humble about it. Uh, just the one that seems to be going okay. I'm happy for you, Lewis. Thank you. It's been a while. You know, I wasn't doing so well. 
Uh, you weren't doing well. I know I was oh, doing no. well. Did you have sadness in your <laughs> heart? <laughs> I almost lost the toe last year, a, Lois. I was a sad. I oh, from I gout? Have, no, I don't have. I had gout, but I, I don't have diabetes. Why do you have? You have diseases that I associate with people in the 1700s. When I went, I went home for Christmas, and I told my mother, "Well, Mom, I, I, I had gout." And she said, oh, rich man's disease. I'm like, I- Rich man, how is that a, that sounds like something they had on the ships when they sailed to Australia in 1788. Oh, no, you get gout from eating like rich, like goose livers and, which I wasn't eating any, but I had a lot of goose fat and duck fat and, you know. I was good stuff fat the other night to cook my chicken oh, with. Very nice. It's it felt good. Glorious. So I was making a little chicken Caesar salad, dicing it up, thought I might, Instead of, oh, yep, sorry, he got the opener. Um, oh, sorry. Um, and I thought instead of using butter or oil, I would use this duck fat that oh, I had. Man. And I felt good knowing that I was cooking one bird with the fat of another bird. Yeah. Like yeah. bird on bird action. Like if you make roast potatoes with duck fat or goose fat, oh, it's the best. Oh, yeah. It's the best. It's terrible for you. Gout. So what? So gout is something with the feet? No, it's, your, it's a kidney issue. It's like oh. your, your kidney is. It's basically your kidneys can process um, uric acid, which is piss. So these crystals of piss build up on your joints. Yeah. That's what happens. So there's a kidney issue. It comes from eating lots of really rich food, drinking too much. Uh, it's just it's like a fucking a disease of excess. So I can't complain. You know? How do you once get, off. And how do you get rid of it? Fucking, I just took some CBD oil and it went away by itself. Oh, <laughs> the magical CBD. Caleb and I were talking a lot. Caleb loves her. He's very interested in that. It, it, I mean, I don't know if it, like, obviously it wasn't a placebo in my case because gout doesn't just go, oh, oh placebo, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go away now, you know, but it, like it cleared up in two days after I- Two days? Yeah, I know, I was using the salve directly on it, you know, the- The cream, cream or something, cream. some sort of cream on, on what, somewhere around your kidneys? No, no, it, it, it built oh, up- Oh, on the toes? On the, on the, the big toe. Yeah. So you just got the CBD cream, yeah. you rubbed it on your toes. On the very sensitive, painful, right. worse than kidney stones pain. And it, it cured your gout within days? Two days, it was gone. No shit. This is a miracle. Well, I mean, maybe it's to do with, because I was like flushing myself out with eight liters of vodka, water. <laughs> Eight liters of water a day. Okay, so being healthy as well, which is doctor yeah. recommended, Sean. Yeah. But this CBD thing is. It's good for certain. It's good for inflammation. Mm. But it's not a cure all. Where did you get the cream from? Fucking um, uh, the sativa uh, shop. Down at Baltium. Yeah, yeah. I should go down there. It's expensive, though. Mm. How much was it? Well, we were looking at the cream. Well, it, it goes by milligrams. So I got a, I wouldn't, uh, I think it was a thousand milligrams of CBD was 80 euro. Mm. Okay. And the, the drops, you can get them in. Shit, I forget. You can get either 150 milligram per drop or 300 per drop. And you get like 30 drops for 50 quid or something. Right. So this is the thing. I'm very confused. I, I want to, I've never had a positive, not like, not had a negative experience with CBD, but it's never been like something like that. Like, oh shit, like it just never has affected me. Well, I would and, only use it for inflammation. And I, I don't understand the milligrams and the serving sizes and all the things. Of, Three drops a day in the, right, the oil. Okay. Good, you know? my, my mother has emphysema and I gave her some, so. Has it helped her? Don't know yet. She's back in hospital now again, so I don't know. You know. <laughs> okay, we're not sure. Yeah. Okay, it's we'll not see. a miracle. It can't cure everything. No, it, no, it doesn't. No, no. My theory is that the CBD, it needs, they've got to get, like a, a a figurehead behind it, they need like they need clinical trials. They need proper, you know. They no 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 no. They need like Koitama. 
oh, to right. be behind CBD in oh, Estonia. In this country? Yeah, yeah, because it's all like a bunch of dirty stoners or something, and they have the leaf there and things. And it's legal. I was walking by that one on Aya next to the where Peter's was and the Rimi, yeah. and it's like some Asian lady there. Nothing problem with that. Nevertheless, still, it's like, oh, what what is this thing? We need coits. Or someone, we need maybe Yuri Putzman to get behind it. Wouldn't like happen. to really, it wouldn't happen. Then I think it's going to take off. Like yeah. it needs a spokesperson. Like it needs, it's, it's going to be like Coit has got joint pain from holding the microphone for too many years. <laughs> and the CBD miraculously cures that and gives him a new yellow Porsche. Sabi and then Sarah starts taking on these footsteps. Oh, he's walking, back. he's jumping around. He's fucking doing the Joker thing down the stairs. Savasar's jumping back. around, the foot grows back, <laughs> boing, boing. They just pop out the end. He's like, yeah. that's what we need to sell CBD in Estonia. But like it, like there is a lot of bullshit around it too, though. Like, exactly. That's you know, what I like, like Joe Rogan says he just takes it every day just to take it and it makes him feel good. I don't think it's not for that. It's for, you know, just inflammation in your lungs or. I think it affects people very differently. Maybe. Kind. Yeah. And, you know, how. I mean, there's, and there's no quite standard for what it should be. I mean, Joe Rogan smokes. I, I was having it and I. When I have tried it, it didn't seem to do anything for me. And I figured it was because over the years I'd smoked so much pot that all of a sudden- Maybe. Because by, cause the, the thing I didn't quite understand it was, they're like, oh, I have the CBD. The CBD comes from the marijuana. It's like the marijuana without the THC. And I was like, oh, okay, but wait on. If that means for the last three years, I've smoked several dump trucks full of weed, doesn't that Plenty mean I've had a shitload yeah. of CBD <laughs> yeah. as well? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Why am I not feeling great? Like, what, what's the... Well, it's because it's an extract, so it's much much stronger. Like, there's okay, probably less like CBD that. to THC than you'd get. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, I'm sure it doesn't work. Plus, like, people who say there's no THC in CBD, it's bullshit. There is. There's, like there's a, a bit. There's, there's a trace amount, like, you know, so... Whatever. Oh. I don't know. I just want... I want... There needs to be Europe-wide legalization so we can get a nice little edible fucking market going here because that would be nice oh, you need somebody to get yourself through the winter yeah oh god yeah, yeah. like i'm thinking of, i'm thinking of going to michigan well i'm thinking i'm thinking of going to america for my birthday this year in march and i have a friend in michigan who works in a dispensary hmm. so i'm like hey <laughs> it just became legal in michigan so is that why uh you have spent significant time away from estonia recently because you didn't want to face the winter no, 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 no. So no. Last year was just rough. Like my father was in hospital, so I had to go home, and my mother was in hospital, so I had to go home. Summer was just don't want to be here, so just travel. I've just been traveling constantly. Okay, you just you're a free spirit. You yeah, just I don't, travel. I don't not want to be in Estonia. It's mm. not. I mean, the I, winter, like for me, the hardest months are the October, November, December. They're the three really? hardest. Those, those are the hardest. They're the three hardest for me. Right February now- February and March is rough for me. Oh, I'm feeling fine. I'm on the way up and up now. Well, I was now because it's not so bad. Like well, that. exactly. That's part of it. The days start getting a little longer. Typically, you've already got some snow and a little bit of white by now. But for me, it's the worst. Like you're just, oh, yeah. I'm happy. We've had the summer. Maybe there's hope. There's no hope. But you also get, you don't get the break that I get. Like exactly. I get to go home for Christmas. Mm. Christmas lights, you know, mom, dad, presents, money. Yeah. <laughs> You're just here fucking ugh. <laughs> well, also this year, because typically my strategy has been in the last several years to work very hard through October, November, December. And then I leave over Christmas and New Year. And uh, that's where I've been in Japan for the last three years. However, this year I decided to postpone 
that trip uh, because of the girlfriend status and figuring that I needed to be a reasonable individual. She's and not actually, going well, no, oh. and that you know she's like a nice person and a regular person and wanted to spend time with her family, which is very unlike me and yeah. something that I can't quite <laughs> can't quite imagine myself spending time time yeah. with my family anyway. So I was like- Your family are those old, are not old, but those fat, disgusting guys in the Japanese shops who sell you snezzes and- uh, <laughs> Exactly. Around there. Those, that's your family. For a while I thought, what are you saying about my mother? No, he's no, impli- no. Tim's implying that I've been in Japan in Christmas for so long that, yeah, right. They're the, uh, so I decided to spend Christmas and you here, here and, you know, be a nice person for once and try to integrate and- you know, yeah. I ate the blood sausage and I had the the cabbage and we ate n- the- nine years it took you to integrate. Yeah, 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 I'm trying. I'm <laughs> trying. And uh, it was nice. It was nice. We had a nice time. It was all very family and, and Oh, so this year you did get the This year I did all that. It was very nice and to have the family miserable. thing. So miserable. <laughs> uh but I'm going to Japan on February two. So I've just delayed because then Ari has most of his tour, so I wanted to be around for a lot of that. Yeah. And then uh February second I'll go to Japan and I'm gonna spend three weeks there this time. Oh, I yeah. usually have two. But this time I decided on three. I'm like, I'm the boss. I can be away. I don't give a shit. What am I? What am I talking about? Be yeah, away. Your t-shirt says, "Get over it." So it says, you're the, get "You're the guy." Over it, motherfucker. You're the guy. So yeah, I'm going for three weeks to Japan again. I'm going to be traveling around Japan, uh, searching for. I, I still want to. Uh, so the thing when I go to Japan, um, I search for secondhand video games and secondhand electronics. And I feel super self-conscious when I tell this story. Like if I'm around a group of people that I don't really know and I'm just talking about, ah, I'm talking on the comedy guy. And I'm like, well, here's that thing that I do, you know? Well, ooh, here's the ooh, 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 thing. Um, I go to Japan, like, oh yeah, you go to Japan. And I'm like, well, I spend all my day looking at secondhand stores, trying to find good deals on old video games and old electronics. And I feel super self-conscious about it. But when I tell people, they're usually like, hey, that's cool. Like they're like right into it. I don't know. I know. know So I go to Japan. I'm very adept at going through the secondhand stores uh, all throughout the greater Tokyo region. I'm going to Nagoya. I've been to Osaka several times to uh, Kyoto and and searching through these secondhand stores. And it's just fun. It's see, fun. You shouldn't feel self-conscious about that because you're not doing the annoying touristy things that everybody does when they go to Japan. You're going into the belly of the beast and digging through plastic bins of broken console. You're, it's interesting. It's far more interesting than going to a temple or just, you know, going I to hope fucking so, I don't have and a... going across the fucking crosswalk again. <laughs> hey, yeah, that meant that famous. I, don't, I just like, I mean, I'm respectful to the shrine, but I'm just not into it. Like go up to this tall building and look around. It's a lookout guys. Like yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, I kind of like it. It gets me out around. I, I see all these different places around Japan that I would never typically go to. Um, part of my D. So, so the, the, the way that I might do it is that I use the Google maps and I find the stores that I want to go to. There's one chain of these secondhand stores called Hard Off. It's hard, they're called Hard <laughs> hey, Off. Right? Yeah. Apparently Hardware Off, but hey, Hard Off, yeah. bless you Japanese people and your misunderstanding of English. And it's a huge chain. There's many, many, many stores around. So you can find, you can Google them in uh, Google Maps. And then I just make a little, like I catch a train, like two hours outside of uh, Tokyo. And then I go through that store for an hour and then I might catch a train to the next one and the train to the next one. And, and I'm seeing all of these remote 
kind of like outside of the center places that you would never see as a tourist. You would never go beyond the center. And I love just seeing regular life. Like yeah, I'm just riding cool. a train like regular people do. I'm going to the 7-Eleven like a regular, I'm walking, I'm walking for an hour, like you're two hours outside of Tokyo. I'm walking for an hour between these stores through some guy's suburb. I don't know what it is, it's a bridge. There's a fucking road and there's a farm. There's some guy making carrots there. And I love it. Making I love just, them. he's just making them. That's what they do. Things are different. Be culturally sensitive. And uh, I love it. I, I, I just like that I, for me, it's a way to just feel like I'm experiencing regular life rather than touristic life. That's the way to be. Yeah. Because like, um, you know, I've talked about this before, like tourists who, who come to Ireland and just stay in Dublin. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? You, you're going to go to bars where other tourists are and you're going to be tourists together. Like, would that be know? the equivalent of coming to Estonia? I mean, what would the, how would you, I mean, okay, let's say you're a tourist, right? Yeah. You, you have the same mindset that we have. I know that I could go to Tallinn. I could go to the Tompea. I could maybe go to the TV tower if I'm a little bit exciting. Then I want to see more. Be like, how would you, what would be your thing to go and see more? In maybe Estonia. Go to, maybe oh, go to an island, me. maybe. I mean, okay, maybe I can have to absolute. But even the island, even that's, you know. Even, those are it's all destinations valves. for mm. tourists anyway. What like, would be the I'd, thing, I'd go yeah. to fucking, I'd drive down to Grohu Raketibas or something, one of the old missile bases or. Oh, okay. You know, a bit of Soviet era yeah, tourism might be the thing. Like I recently, um, when I, oh, Jesus, when was this? I don't know. Sometime in recent memory. I drove uh, down to the Super Alco on the border to buy alcohol because it's <laughs> cheap. <laughs> and uh, on the way uh, down there, I pulled into Hademeister, which mm -hmm. is this little uh, town that's off the road between Parnu and Riga. Mm -hmm. But it used to be on the old Tallinn to Riga road. Mm. So it used to be this, it used to be something. It used to be something somewhere you'd pass through. And now it's nothing. I don't even know how it exists. I don't know what the local economy is. I don't know what the fuck these people are doing, but they're there. So I just spent like 20 minutes driving around, saluting people, going into the shops, went into the local Ayao, bought a Coke. Oh yeah, Ayao. Yeah. But like, that's the type of shit that I like to do. Mm. As opposed to like, like my parents are coming here in April again. The fuck! Like they're, the same they're gonna the they're gonna come. be in the old town. I'm like, yeah, mm. <laughs> okay, fine, great. I found the uh, at least no once, but at least once I took the caravan around Estonia. That wasn't bad. There's more caravan. If you start googling it, there's more caravan places than you imagine. I would yeah, never well, think, would think there so, are yeah. caravan places, yeah. but we went around with the caravan because it was last year. No, the year before last year. Um, I got the caravan. And we took it to SD Hip Hop Festival. And I love SD Hip Hop Festival because it's so relaxed. Like it's so, it's like not too big, totally relaxed, totally chill. And I pulled up with my Volvo with the caravan in tow and we were able to park it directly next to the artist entrance because we're performing as well on the second day. Like we do the 12, we do the midday wake up hangover show yeah. in the tent. <clears throat> so we've got the artist passes. And we managed to park our caravan directly next to the artist entrance. So we're loving it because we can go through SD Hip Hop Festival, then walk out. There's our personal smoke box caravan that we've hotboxed. And it's a place where we can sleep. Dan's got a bed. Sandra's got a bed. Everyone's got a place to stay in it. And it was just the best experience. Like, because you don't have to stay in the tent. It's it right there. It was a caravan that everyone had a bed. Oh, it was, it was huge. 
It was huge. I mean, like Dan got a very small bed. Don't get me wrong. Well, he's a small man. So he is. No, you tell him that. And uh, and then and then at my time, my girlfriend and I kept cruising around uh, Estonia. On the she joined me in Kentato, and we kept cruising around, and it was a really nice way to. Like I love. We went to uh, Lake Papsi, and we found some caravan park or whatever. Just the ground, like like you roll in and there's no one around, and like you think, fuck, how are we gonna pay the person the ten euros a night? And you find a place to stay, and there's a lot of mosquitoes and. And I liked grilling my sausages while looking out over Lake Papsi. So what do you call sex now, Lewis? Thinking to myself, Russia is just across that lake. Can you see it from across the no, lake? No, you can't, it's too, too big. Too big. But you f- I feel like I'm keeping guard. I feel like- Oh, you're the guy, right? I'm the watchman, you're it's the my turn. As I'm turning my sausages, I'm like, I'm watching you! <laughs> Fucking don't come over the water, I'm- Got eyes on you. It was nice. It was seen. That's the best way to do things. Like it's you know, like like when you ask me like what what will be the place to Well I I had my Aussie friend visit me last year and he was like, I don't want to do any of this touristy shit, you know. So I just took him driving around randomly. I took him to the fucking Kloga concentration camp that's out there that you can go. Visit. I didn't know that Kloga, really. There's you didn't a, know about this thing? An old is it a thing or just like just, uh, I tell you, I tell you, I tell, tell you. Tell me. So one time I was driving to, to Paldiski just for the crack. By sure. myself, was bored. And uh, I'm driving down the road and I see this tiny little Star of David on the side of the road. Huh. I'm like, that's weird. And then I see some obscured holocausty. Something. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on a sec. So I pull in, I turn around, I go back. And there's a tiny little white sign saying like, ah, holocausty memorial this way. <laughs> like, like it's there, but... We don't really want anyone to know it's there because we participated in it. We don't want to, it's just weird, it's like thing awkward, because yeah. it's, a, it's a weird subject because Estonian men and they did participate in. Oh, it's and it was a very mixed yeah. up time, and yeah, we appreciate was. there are many different angles to and it. It's but extreme, yeah. I don't want to. It's very controversial and stuff. There, I, yeah. I, I don't even like talking about it. But I just saw this thing, and I was like, sure. "Holy shit!" So I drive down this road, literal dirt fucking road. <laughs> Half of it is is all dug up because they're putting down a new pipeline. Because um, I'm guessing they're going to dig up the Jews and use them as gas. Or whatever. So I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an expert in natural gas. I don't know how it's made. Dinosaurs. He's no scientist, this guy. <laughs> he doesn't know. But anyway, I drive there and there is a very nice memorial there that is, it's made very obvious that it was not paid for by the Estonian government. It's probably paid for by the Simon Wesenthal, um, you know, the, the organization that builds the memorials all over the world type of oh, thing. Oh, really? I don't know about that. But there is. I can, I can imagine. Like Maybe some Jewish societies are uh, shot. And, uh, I was like, shit, because like, it, it never occurred to me that, I knew there were concentration camps here, but it never mm. occurred to me that there would still be anything left of them here. Wow, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't know that there were. Yeah. On um, so soil. Okay. you can still walk, the perimeter, the, the foundations of the whole camp are still there. Oh. And the outline of where the buildings were, are still there. There's a few nice um, plaques telling you what happened there, and um, none of the old buildings are there or anything, but, but it's creepy. It's in a forest in the middle sure. of nowhere. And you walk down this long um, laneway mm-hmm. towards where the camp actually was from the car park, and you pass like there's a giant star of David here. Then you pass the mass grave where they buried all the all the dead Jews, where there's a um, a giant I don't know like a mausoleum on top with mm-hmm. with the rocks on top that the Jews put the rocks on top. Okay, of yeah. thing. And I'm there with my friend, and we're walking towards the camp, and all of a sudden this old drunk guy on a bike goes past. <laughs> And he has he has two open cans of Alexander of this <laughs> this beer that we <laughs> have in beer. front of us. 
These are the cheap beer that I bought. Tim brought the good stuff, but I brought and the cheap he's shit. Alternating between handlebars <laughs> and burping, and his burp, his burp is echoing through these forests where Jews were killed in World War Two, and I'm like, this is fucking great. Like, this is amazing. My burps are respectful. This guy doesn't even know because he, he like all the memorials in, in English. There's okay, an Estonian yeah, so section, that. but he doesn't give a shit. He's from Kloga, the little village, probably. He doesn't. His ancestors probably were just people who lived in the village. They didn't, you know. Sure. And this guy is just like, like pass. And uh, yeah, there's just this fucking hidden away secret. It's not secret, but they don't really signpost it well. And uh, that's one of two. There's another one in the east that I'm, I haven't visited yet. You haven't been there no. yet. Okay. No, but yeah. So. So, yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> so it's Kloga. So that's in between here and Paldiski. Yeah, but th there's a there's a beach called Klogarana. Okay, yeah. a lot of people go there, and um, the the train station. This is amazing. The train station that all these people, all these holiday makers, these talent people who are like, let's go to the beach, it's sunny. Woo! Let's go to the beach. That train ride they take from Tallinn to Kloga is the same train ride oh. the Jews took from Tallinn. Because Kloga Station is where they got off and went straight into the camp. So. Take the Jew, train, the Jew train all the way to the beach. Take the concentration train. Should I advertise it as that? The, the train. Jew train. <laughs> yeah, it's just interesting, you know? I don't like, you can't really talk. I don't know if Estonian people are sensitive about that stuff or not. I don't know. No, well, I pre. I sure. Maybe they are. I, I dare say they are. I mean, but I appreciate Okay. Nazis, Soviets. Ah, I don't know. Well, what because there is, there is that memorial to. Um, it's a tough choice. The Estonian SS that they pushed way out of the city. Oh, really? It's uh, there's this old man who has like a, the the Vabadusoya museum at the edge of town, and he has the monument. Mm. And I think Ekra are trying to bring that monument back into the city. Oh yes, bring it back into the Fucking, city. Like, Do it. Mix it up. But yeah, I don't know. The things you learn. The things you learn, Lewis. Because like late that at night, like you, you're up late at night reading about the Cold War. And sure, all as I am. Yeah. For a, a, few, a few weeks last year, I was up late at night auto-translating the Wikipedia history of small towns in rural Estonia. Yeah. And I found out that Paida, have you seen the, the castle in Paida? Wait, where's the castle in Paida? It's like this big white tower that's in the middle of the, it's just yeah. off the... Probably well, next to the Kotori Keskus? Where is it? Orient at me. Oh God, no, it's it's next Keskvaliak, the main square... It's off that. You've not seen Keskvalak is where the pizza place is, yeah, right? That yeah, one there. Okay, yeah. well, that's just down the street. Directly okay. behind where we used to do the shows for Reiner in. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, um, there's, there's like a. What was the name of that place where we used to do the shows for Reiner? Uh, Vabalinamaya. Vabalinamaya, right. So back in the day, we used to do shows in Baide. There was this Vabalina, this small little Vabalinamaya, like free little upstairs. House. Yeah, free townhouse. We did some shows there. It was all right, but yeah, anyway. Directly across from the police station. Yeah, yeah next to, <laughs> so just there, there's a castle or something, yeah. is it? Right behind it, there's like an old ruined castle and a Ooh. restored tower. Hmm. So I started reading about the history of this castle and it goes way back to, um, well, to before history, there was always <laughs> something there. Yeah. But I started reading this, this auto-translated article and Ivan the Terrible had been Involved at some point, there was some defense of that castle, and Google Translate it translated Ivan the Terrible into Ivan he a bad man. <laughs> <laughs> he are not good. Ivan terrible bad man. Ivan he a bad man. He a bad man. I guess he was a bad man. <laughs> terrible bad man. It makes. But yeah, I was doing that for. Like, I didn't know Ivan the Terrible made it all the way into this Estonian. I don't know if he was there, but it was he, he was involved somehow. Okay. Like the He's translation influence. was garbage, so I sure. don't know. 
I know. I like how we don't bother to learn Estonian, but we'll rag on the translation. Oh, fuck that translation, piece of shit. I'm going to start learning soon, Lewis. I'm yeah? going to take the lessons, yeah. Really? Are you just saying that or I what? I would need a job from Bolt, so, you know. <laughs> I need to join the ranks of my fellow. I'm pretty sure man. that, look, I, I don't think the law that says that you need the B-grade Estonian to be able to work in Estonia, look, I love that my brother's uh, getting jobs and doing things and I'm all, don't get me wrong, I'm not, I, I'm Australian. I don't need to follow the law, but I'm pretty sure the law is not being followed in this circumstance. Then again, Paida has a Vagamama Asian restaurant now. It's staffed by Indian fellas and wow. fucking Dervis as soon as you walk in. Like, oh fuck, I wouldn't even make Dang. that much of an effort. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe they're doing, true, maybe they're doing better than us. We're maybe. just some dumb, fat, white idiots. What well, do we because, know? Because um, uh, the Asian cafe place that's here in the uh, Baltium, the Baltium, Asian, yeah. yeah. Um, I, w I was talking to the guy who runs that, Prem, and he was saying that like, when he first came here, um, yeah, like you would have all Nepalese, Indian, Pakistanis in these language courses doing conversational mm. Estonian in, in a circle, just learning it by themselves. You know what I mean? Wow. So that's what I think I'd probably- I'm, Those guys I'm are good. I've noticed yeah. that. They do speak enough Estonian. At the, that dude, that dude, I know the dude yeah. who you mean, at the right, Asian yeah, cafe, yeah. at the Baltium. He does speak enough Estonian like to get by and so far I'm, more than what we could ever do. So that's, that's the course I'd probably take. Just sit down, conversational. Because mm. I can hear, I can understand a lot of Estonian. Sure. Like, I could probably blunder my way through it, but I'm too scared to fuck it I'm up. I'm too scared. You know? I'm too scared. I've, I've built up, like, my my friends and my colleagues are convinced that I can understand more Estonian than I make out. And I feel like this is the greatest scam that I've ever pulled on them. Oh, but you can though, right? But I, it's not like- You can like, make things out. Yeah, but it's not from language understanding. It's from context understanding. It's from being around the context. Like I can just pick up on the context. That doesn't mean I know the language. Ah, so if, but, if you're on a bus, you know that whatever the guy said is bus related. Yeah yeah, 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 or the thing or the food related or the whatever situation we're in. And I've just been able to pull enough of a scam to in enough situations to know the context, to kind of work out just enough to kind of know generally about what's happening. And then when they say something, I'm like, I'll pull the comedian and be like, ah, you don't know what I'm doing. Ah, you know, I know what I'm doing. And then I pull just enough of a, a Swifty on them that they all think that I know more when I don't know what I'm talking about. So Shame, Lewis, you gotta, you know, I'm gonna learn the, the language this year, I'm telling you. I'm, I shouldn't uh, have said that because I wanted to just show up at a comedy show and do a whole set. I think we do, but it's not. Oh. That's not I um oh Caleb, I've noticed the the set that Caleb did the other night in Paranal because Caleb dear Caleb, our young American friend, I think he hasn't done so many gigs outside of Talon or Tato, and he got to do his first one in Paranal the other night at Alvar Scavetti show and. It was a really nice crowd and they were really into it. And this was right on like the crowd was Vardis Cavetti. So it's the, the old, what we used to call it, best of open mic. So the idea being that we've got the core comedian, everybody knows the Sander, the Mikhail, the Ari, the Ardo, the Carl, the Raon or the Roger, but you know, we're trying to develop the, the newcomers. And so we make a tour just for them. Uh, and it used to, we did one once and it was called best of open mic. 
and I decided we should run it again, but I thought that's a pretty shitty name and a pretty lame name. So after much discussion fresh and blood, yeah. yeah, called Fresh Blood, right? And uh, Vardis Cavetti, and it, it seems to have worked. And I'm happy, th- and we did the part in the show and it was full, it was great. And uh, I'm very happy that the show was full and the comedians that like kind of got their own show, you know, they're not, they're the headline, P-Bear. I don't know, P-Bear, the young no, little chick? I don't know, oh. I don't know any of the news. Oh, she's around. killer. She's great. She headlined, she destroyed. She was fantastic. She did 22 minutes and she destroyed. Um, and they feel like they got their own show and they get that confidence from doing their own thing, not standing in the shadow of Sandra or Ari or something like that. And uh, it was really good. And on one hand, I could feel how good it was for them to have their own show and to do their own thing. And, you know, we don't need the Sander or the Aria, the Mikhail to sell this show and we did it on our own. On the other hand, part of the concept of this show is I want them to perform to like 20 people in the countryside just to eat shit. Like I want them to eat shit. And I want them to have to do some terrible show in the countryside just to learn that comedy is not a hundred people at yeah. an open mind. I want to ask you a question about that because I haven't done a show now since um, like um, over a year. Yeah, I'm, so, with, I'm like, with you. Is I'm it there. still like crazy hundred people every yep. night? Yep. It's it's probably be- better now, right? Than, than yeah, even it was a year ago. So, yeah. yeah. So that yeah, so our, our open mics are very well attended, and we appreciate that. Of course, we appreciate, we love that the audience. We appreciate that people turn up, and they're very enthusiastic. But you have shows. to eat shit sometimes. You've got to eat shit. You have to bomb because a hundred people at an open mic at the Corntili or the Merku is full, or people are packing into the botic and they 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 want to laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. It's not just that there's a lot of people there that they're into it. And this is not, as you will attest, you have performed internationally. Yeah, yeah. This is not typical no. open mic no. internationally. <laughs> Certainly isn't, Lewis. No. Certainly isn't. Like the majority of open mics that I've been to outside of Estonia, it's always either you're performing to the comedians or there's a couple on a table. And if there is a big crowd, they're drunk and they're going to yell at you. You know, it's not. It's rarely the way we have it here. Like right. the old Perning shows where we'd pack in 300 people. Oh, unbelievable. Thanks. And you could just go... Hey, and they'd laugh. You, know? <laughs> you got to eat shit. So I kind shift. of, and in many ways adding, I mean, I was a bit worried. Sure, we're planning. We, we decide that it's a good thing to run this Vardis Cavetti, the best of open mic number two, to give them a chance. But you always think like, oh, will they, will we get an audience? How many people will come? You know, we're always thinking that. But when I understood like, oh, no way. I want them to eat shit. I actually kind of want a show where only 20 people show up. That kind of freed me a lot. To be like, oh, it doesn't matter if no one shows up. Fuck it, we'll just do a yeah. night. But now people are coming because it's Comedy Estonia and we kind of know what to do. So- Like even the last time I open mics are probably crazy now, aren't they? Last time has gone great. Yeah, I remember so, the first one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm very proud of our last time open mic um, because we have built a show in a suburb where nobody thought it could be done. There's no other entertainment in Last Nemo. You can't, like, there's no band. There's not, like, a, a dog you can kick. A stone. <laughs> right. <laughs> what do we do on Friday night? Look, dog is at oh, yeah. window. Kick. God, Fido. We I can kick. think of worse things to do with my time on the Saturday True. night. Like, 
I agree with you. So we kind of identified this region where they're in, and and it's not. And while you make all the jokes, we know there's a lot of Estonian speaking people. We know they're actually probably majority Estonian, at least Estonian understanding people there, right? It's not like this fucking Soviet ghetto full of Hummer and Sickle and red yeah, flags yeah. and shit. There's just regular Estonian people living there, right? So Carl is from there. Carl's it? from there. He's clearly a regular Estonian person. Well, you know, <laughs> Bullshit. Um, so why, so why isn't there entertainment in Last Nemo? Why isn't there theatre? Why isn't there bands? Why aren't people going out? It doesn't seem right. So for us, it was like we can do this. So we found the place, and uh, yeah, at first, fucking. Five people showed up. That or was something. still great. I loved that show. Yeah. Oh, it was wonderful, yeah. So we met the two things that have made last... Okay, three things that have made Last Nama work, finally. First one, uh, commitment, which I think is the big thing that is missing from a lot of uh, cultural groups or bands or whatever the hell you're doing, right? Just stick with it. Just do it month after month. Yes, you're going to perform to five people, but then to 10 people, then to 15 people. And it's going to take you six goddamn months, but you will get somewhere. So we stuck with it because we know we can do it. But the two things that have Victor was Friday night. We moved it to Friday night and they're ready to go on Friday night. They're like fired up. So mid midweek was not working in last number, but Friday night they're drinking. Uh, they're going to go out. Um, we think also listening to people and listening to the coming to the show uh, in Last Nama, we think there's also a fair bit of non-Last Nama people coming. So if you're like, hey, it's Friday night, we want to do something in Tallinn, we don't know what's up, it's still early. Oh, eight o'clock in Last Nama, there's a Comedy Estonia show. They're coming on the bus, like out there. And then, you know, they're done by 10, they're back in town by 10.30 and they're ready to party. And so <laughs> I think people are actually traveling yeah. out there to see the show because they ain't got nothing better to do, yeah, which is sure, yeah. an even grimmer view of entertainment in Thailand I to begin guess, with. Yeah. Um, so Friday night and they're, they're fired up. They're, they're drinking, they're more vocal, they're right into it. And the other thing that we changed that we never do at Comedy Estonia shows is we've put tables, tables and chairs because usually we just have the rows of chairs. That's pack, that Russian thing though, right? Pack them in, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And we noticed they just so badly wanted to sit at the tables and chairs. Like it was just like this instinctual, like, no, we cannot sit. We must sit at the table. Like they just, they want to eat the food and sit. So we, we gave in. And so now rather than the rows, we put the tables and chairs. People love it. It's going great. We're packing in loads. People love it. Last time is popping. Yeah, I, I, I got to check that out. I got to, you know. Because I, I, my memory of that is because I only ever did that first one. Mm. So I want to see just what it's at, like from beginning to what it is now, you know? It's going good and people are coming. So we had probably 50, 60 at the last one, 50, maybe something good, like though. that. Like it's nice. Oh yeah. In that it's in a, a place called Well Club, which of course you've never heard of because not you, sorry, the people at home. Of course you've never heard of because you haven't heard of anywhere in Last Nemo. Is so, there a punching machine in the back? <laughs> there used to be, I think. I think they, there used to be. There was something, yeah, that's yeah. now gone. In the Lana Merekeskus, uh, there's a selva there, and there's a bakery and some other things, and you kind of go upstairs and there's, like, we're pretty sure that that bar must be a money laundering scheme. Probably. Like, yeah. no one's coming to that place. 
like what the fuck are they doing? Like it's got to be some sort of front, which is even more fun to know that yeah. our open mic is happening clearly at a money laundering <laughs> kind of place. Uh, yeah, and it's great. And the guy lets us do it and, you know, it doesn't cost us anything and just lets us do our thing and we bring some people in on a Friday night and then they there, all leave afterwards. There's but. so many more open mics venues t- from when I used to still do it. Like, um, I never did the Nohik, is it Nohik? Uh, Botik. Botik, yeah. Botik yeah, in, in Copley. Oh, Copley's yeah, yeah. popping now. I never did that. I never did the VMC one. Botik in uh, Copley. Because uh, at first, and again, uh, this is a very similar story to a lot of comedy Estonia things where like Lewis things like, mm, uh, uh, I'm not sure, I don't know. Uh, and then I kind of go, all right, fine, we'll give it a go. And it turns out to be amazing yeah, yeah. and works great. And uh, because you still go to Copley and there's bums walking around the street, right? You get off that tram and there's the alcohol store there and there's like, homeless people walking around the furniture there's yeah that's right yeah. right but then you kind of go down the street to botic and people are coming again people are coming to copley for the show which is because and you can tell this because we're waiting for the show to start and they come in waves like 15 people at once and you're like oh they all just came from the tram right because the tram got off up yeah, the street yeah. and they got and you see them coming in waves so people are coming to Copley for the show, but also Botik is a lovely kind of cool place and it's a, a nice thing to do on that side of town. So yeah, Copley's working friggin' fantastic right now. It's awesome. Yeah. We're even, we're doing, uh, oh, the the big secret is we're doing one of the Vascovetti shows there. We're doing one in Von Kral on uh, Thursday. And this then is breaking get, news, Louis. This is breaking news. But then uh, at the start of February, we're going to have a second show at Botik doing the Vascovetti I think Caleb wants to film it as well or something. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah, Botic's going great. Uh, where else haven't you been then? So you said VMC. You haven't been to VMC? VMC, to VMC. You see, you little bit. That's a tough room, but it's a good room. It's a I, tough have, room, I haven't good been room. to whatever the Perning replacement has. There is no Perning. So Perning used to be the cafe out at Taltec. But there's another one. Uh, no, there was for a while. Then we switched it to inside of Taltec. So Perning closed down for their own reasons. Yeah. But then those same guys were running a little cafe inside of Taltec and there was that big room. You saw that that big room though? Never been there. No. There's like a big hall inside of Taltec and we were performing there. Um, but then those same dudes, they're the, then those same dudes moved out and did Botic. So they're the same guys. Oh, those are the same guys. Same oh, guys. Okay. That's right. why, exactly. Why oh, the fuck okay. are we in Copley doing a Copley yeah, show? Because yeah. it's the same dudes that we've known <laughs> yeah, for yeah. like five years now, seven years and oh, okay, you know, yeah. They know it's up and they trust us and we trust them. Um, and I wouldn't mind to do another show in Taltec or that region, but it's all about like, who do we know and who's up and- What's yeah. the venue? Like where, right. where the fuck do you go? Like Yeah, and there is that cool big room in Taltec, but without someone cool there running it for us, we can't really do it. So yeah. it's part of it. You gotta have a good venue manager. Yeah. You gotta come. So, I mean, I you're the same- my shit out. Yeah, You're yeah. the same as me. I also- haven't done the open mic now for a while. So it's been- You, you, you do private shows and stuff. So yeah, you Not that some, many. No? Not that many anymore. Not that much we do. I mean, really these days, if I'm doing a private show, I'm just doing the old material. Okay. Because I mean, it works and it's funny and you know, it's the this, Estonians do that, Finnish people do this. Ha, ha, ha. That's, that's work. Like that's- Yeah, yeah it's that's just work. Job, that's you know? not really yeah, doing yeah. comedy comedy. Yeah. I'm trying to piece together a new set, but um, I kind of, I, I a while ago I stopped- um, and just focus on the business because the business was a lot to run. 
Um, and now that I'm feeling a less of a workload, I'm trying to come back to it. But it takes an effort to get back to it. I guess it's the same thing for you. I don't know what the fuck it is with me, to be honest. <laughs> I have, I have like, I have tons of stories and shit. I have tons of, I have a lot of material, but I just, mm. I don't know. I've got Uxkuk tonight. I might drop in and drop in like any minutes. show. You've got a spot. Any show you show up, you've got uh, a spot. I just got to grow my fucking balls back. That's what Ooh. I got to do. I got to grow a pair of fucking balls. Cause I, I mean, you know, Louis, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I can just do it. Like I can do it whenever. Yeah. It's fine. But I, it's, it's the wanting to do it is the thing. It's the issue, you know? The, uh... Well, for me, I because I, I mean, even uh, I appreciate anybody who is still listening to this podcast. Firstly, because we're an hour forty-five in. Are we really something Probably. like this? Secondly, I appreciate anyone who's listening because I haven't done it. I mean, I had like a two to three month gap because I wasn't feeling great, and when I don't feel great, I don't feel like talking. I don't feel like presenting or doing any of hey, this just, shit. Do you want to stay home and just? Yeah, I'll, I'll just play yeah. my video games. I yeah. don't want to be out. It's comfortable. So it's nice, you know? to me, doing episodes, again, is the first step. That this is something creative, something broadcasting, something getting out there without, you know. Because stand-up is, it's hard. Yeah. I think we, 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 we live amongst comedians and we're in this group where we're doing this quite, actually quite amazing thing, which is getting up and telling jokes in front of people. And it's very normalized. Yeah, we're comedians. This is what we do. We stand up. But when you step away from that, you kind of realize like, oh shit, this is really quite an amazing thing and yeah. quite a big thing to have to stand up and say your thoughts to these people. And I think we might be better when we don't overthink it and we just get up there and yeah, do you it. Yeah, just, just do it, but you know. Just do it. But I, I know like the, the comfort of not doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you're getting back into it from doing this, um, doing these episodes, right? Sure. And getting slowly back into it. I was looking for any excuse not to do this podcast today because <laughs> no. I just it. I don't, and I don't know why. There's no like. Mm. Uh, it's not like there's. I'm not depressed or I'm not. I'm not even lazy about it. I'm just. I just don't know. I don't know why the fuck I don't want to do it anymore. You know what I mean? I hear. But I don't mm. not want to do it anymore either. You know because when when I'm on stage, I fucking love it. Like I love being on stage in front of three people. And nobody laughs. I swear to God, that's my that's my favorite. The f my favorite show I ever did was that show we didn't play there in front of three old ladies. Yes, <laughs> in the middle of a festival. That's my oh, I felt at home. There. I loved it. It's much easier for me to do a show in front of, let's say, um, um, what's that show on the border, the big festival? Uh, Positivos. Positivos. Mm. That is much easier than three old ladies in Pida. That's much easier. To me, way easier. Because easier. you're, but is there something about, because Positivas is not in Estonia? Are you, have oh, you no, gone? No, sorry, I mean, in front of the three old ladies is easier. Oh, three old ladies. In then front of the, fucking nobody is easier. Yeah, okay. I did a show in London once where they had no mic because they were incompetent. <laughs> and it was like f five people in, in the front row. You had no mic. You had, no, you had nothing to hold in front of your mouth, which mm. is like a security blanket for yeah. For comedians, you're just left naked there on stage with your material, and I fucking loved it. Nobody laughed, and it was great. I feel better <laughs> when I'm doing it overseas for a bunch of reasons. One, because like when we discovered in when we went to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year, uh, the Edinburgh Fringe for us to go as a team and to be there is an understanding of how far ahead of the game we are in Estonia. Oh God! Yeah. Like how far advanced our techniques and our practices and these amazing audiences I and. Open. You know, we are a well-drilled 
team. We know how to get shit done and make it happen. And, you know, we've got the crew. Sure, they're all smoking bongs. Within a day and a half, we'd found a personal weed dealer to deliver the weed to our apartment. So, yeah, pretty much that whole thing has been hotboxed nonstop with Ari, Sander, Roger, the whole fucking deal. There's like an old Armenian family there now just high as a kite. High as a kite. They're reeking out of that. (laughs) But we know how to get shit done. We're very well organized, which is, is much more. Um, that's why whenever I, I used to do shows in, in the mm. UK and Ireland they wouldn't believe me when I told them about what the scene here was like yeah. right so when I'm doing about. a small yeah. show in England I feel fine about it because I'm like this ain't a hundred people I don't give a shit really three yeah, people I can do this that's my exact attitude yeah. when, when you're in front of like less people you're like who fucking gives a shit who gives cares shit. but when I'm in front of like I thought like when, if, when I'm in front of just comedians mm. That's difficult. Mm. That's harder because because mm. they're all watching you, and if they don't laugh, you're like, oh, it's the judgment. Fuck. But when, when I'm in front of five people, I'm like, I don't give a shit. The number of young, I have felt this myself, and it is something that I've heard from a number of young comedians in Estonia that they have come to me and said, oh, I'm so happy. Uh, you know, I did the open mic for a while, and last night I did a set. And it went really well. And this is what they say. This is the kicker. They say, oh, and Sandro Igus laughed at me. Oh, because you can't miss that. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? The background, right? And I feel it too. <laughs> and I'm the fucking founder. And I feel it as yeah, well. Yeah. Like, oh, Sandro laughed at me last night. No, why do I have that same? I shouldn't. Because it means you're funny. Right. You know? He's such a goddamn snob of comedy. Yeah. That when you finally make that dickhead laugh, like, you're then like. Your question- did he laugh at my material? Or, <laughs> or did he laugh because only three other people laugh? And he's laughing because he's enjoying my bum, you know? <laughs> uh, but that's all you're always trying to make the comedians laugh, you know? It's That's what comedians want. Yeah, See, because we, as comedians, we almost, I don't want to say look down on audiences because that's not the correct. There is still respect there. But we're like, oh, you're audience. You're designed to laugh at this. But if the comedians laugh... Do you really they, think that about the audience? They're like designed to laugh? No, no, no. no, no. I, I, I don't mean to sound so disrespectful to audiences. That's not my- I know exactly. What you, I'm just putting you under pressure. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to sound like, oh, you're, you're the sheep laughing at it. Don't, 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 don't get me wrong. It's the mindset that like, I'm writing this for the audience and I'm trying to think how the audience think. But the comedians are like, but it's like performing magic to other magicians. They're constantly looking at how you're doing this trick. They know. Yeah, they know. They yeah. know some of the tricks and they're trying to work out how you put it together. No, you yeah. can't bullshit them. It's like that. I, th- I haven't watched it, but I know there's the TV show with Penn and Teller magicians Ooh, and, yeah. and the young magicians try to show them. And when Penn and Teller can't work out the trick, this is the most amazing yeah. thing ever. Yeah. It's the same thing for a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't got, I'm, I'm piecing together a new set. I got bits and pieces and I, I feel the trap that I feel I fall into is trying to not write stereotypical shit, trying yeah. to not just write like, oh, and then I went down to the store and I got bad customer service. Hey, Estonia's got bad customer service. Hey, we don't talk to each other. Hey. And you know, but you, you to- approach your set from a from a writer's perspective. You will sit down and you piece things together, right? You'll try and you will try and create a story by like literally writing it out and 
thinking through. Not as much as I, I don't think as much as I should. I feel like, but how do you, what's your perspective then? How are you juxtaposing that? Do you Uh, mean, because you just have a kind of a story and you go with it, right? No, I have, uh, like I have notes on my phone and I'll, I'll have an idea in my head and I I just hope and pray that I remember it. I feel like on the spectrum of things then, you're at one end. Ardo Asbuk is at the other end. Yeah. And I'm in the middle. Yeah. Like in terms of how much you write and how much you go I mean, word for word. I told Rono once, Rono Kusik for those who Rono Kusik, just in case. The man himself, like the man himself. He's amazing. I told him that like I was thinking of switching to like just trying to write jokes. Mm-hmm. And he straight up said, It's not you. <laughs> not you. You can't write jokes. You should just stick to telling stories. He's right. Mm-hmm. He's hundred percent right. Like Rauno, Rauno had wise words of advice. Man, I love Rauno. He's the best. He's, mm. he, he's just, he'll, he'll shock you with his wise words, I tell you. But he just told me now, like, why would you try and do something that you know you're not good at writing for? You're not fucking Ardo Asperger. You can't just write out fucking jokes mm. and, and, you know, beats and just stick to fucking stick telling to stories. Style. And he's right. He's right. You know, you shouldn't, uh, shouldn't try and deviate from that, you know? Yeah, I know. So I got the bits. I mean, I've got some stuff. I mean, I really, I think the uh, the struggle is to really with the depression. I mean, it's really with the not feeling good. Yeah, no, that you, yeah. you get looking introverted. For excuses to not right, you're looking for <laughs> yeah. excuses. You're not feeling good. You're not that. Um, okay, do you feel this? Ask, answer me this, Tim Reedy. I feel like. So we were talking about learning the language earlier and you expressed an interest in learning the language, which, you know, I'm Absolutely. I'm doubtful <laughs> on, but it's okay. You know, sure. Yeah, okay, <laughs> normal. We can get with this. Um, there are different levels of learning the language. And I, I've been watching these YouTuber videos who these guys who live in Japan. And to live in Japan, to do almost anything, you need to know some Japanese because the Japanese people don't speak much English. So it, to me, it's like where Estonians speak more English. To me, that seemed logical then, that it is easier to get into Estonian society because most people speak English, it's smoother, right? But there still comes a stage where you need to learn the language. And that just comes later. Like if we're talking about, if it's a spectrum, a progression of how much you're spending and how deep you're going in the culture. And I feel like after such a long time, I'm coming to the place where I'm like, I I'm coming to that limit of where you can go as a foreigner. As much as the Estonians speak English, as much as it easy it is to live around here, sure, I've got all the regular shit covered. I've done pretty well as a foreigner. But if I want to keep going with friends, if I want to keep learning, if I want to keep figuring out the details of the culture that- You have to learn the language. Learn the language. And I'm starting, I mean, what is it, 10 years now? I'm starting- to feel like I'm at that level. And I feel a certain level of social isolation because I don't have the easy flowing English all around me, or pardon me, the easy flowing language that I understand all around me. Cause I don't yeah. mandate that people speak English around me. Like I'm like, actually half the time I'm like, I don't want to make you speak English. I don't mean to put some extra load upon you. Go ahead and have the talk in Estonian. I don't mind. I'm not trying to, you know, make your day any but harder than it already is. Don't you love being in a group of Estonians and forcing them to speak English? <laughs> I love it. It's the best. Because then they misunderstand each other when they're just talking. And I'm like, ah, now you fucking get it, don't you? 
<laughs> and they're like, no, no, I meant to say this. Oh, yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> That's it is favorite. funny. Oh, I do I like, I do I like, like have those. I, <laughs> I do like when you've got like a couple of Estonians and then you, and you're all speaking English and then you gently walk away from the conversation and they're still speaking English. English. <laughs> yeah. And then that takes them like five minutes to work oh, out. Man. They're still speaking English to each other. I love it. I love it. I <laughs> fucking love it. That's one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> I, it was after a show, the first time it ever happened. We're outside Pudel Bar. Back when we still did shows. Oh before. yeah, back in the day. And I was standing, it was me, Rono, and um, I think it was me, Rono, and Mikhail. Oh, okay. And they were speaking English for my benefit. And I did, I walked away. <laughs> and as, as I was at the bar, they were still speaking. <laughs> and it's like, um, it's like it, back in the day when you had a PS1 and you put the disc in and you started the game, mid game, you could open the, the thing <laughs> and take the disc away and the game would keep playing. And you're like, I have the disc. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still playing the game. <laughs> uh, so fuck learning Estonian, Louis. Let's keep the fucking show going, huh? They should conform to our standards, not the other way around. That's right. God damn it. <laughs> but no, I do get it, and you. Sh I mean, I like you. You'd have to want to learn the language, though. You shouldn't force yourself. To this is it. the tough part. Because I feel I'm I've recently turned forty years of age. I feel pretty stupid. Do you have a thing for that button for that? Oh, uh, man! I'll do. We can pretend it's cricket. That'll do. Uh, I turned forty. I went. Hey, hey I'm gay. And I'm forty. Uh, I don't feel like I can do this. I don't feel like I have it in me to learn. To learn? Because I'm not. I'm not a book learner. I'm not a. I mean, if I could sit down and not be distracted by the world around me, I'd be writing jokes. I wouldn't be like studying a language. Can I tell you something, Lewis? Go ahead. I think I think you're full of shit in a way. Ooh, tell me. Because I remember one time we were on a, a we were on the road from Riga to Tallinn in during one of those tours, yeah. and we stopped at Adavera Circle K, okay, which was Statoil back then. Mm. And you were filling, you, you went to fill up gas and a woman approached you and said something to you and you responded to her in near perfect Estonian quickly and you didn't even fucking realize it. Oh. So I think you have, you, you're just burying your knowledge of Estonian. I'm repressed. I'm pretty sure if you spent like a day or like one or two lessons, it would all come out. Maybe. You I'm can't a, not pick up this shit. Am I like a gay guy who's repressed it and well, I'm you keeping are, it down? You are a homosexual. Homosexual, I different. am. <laughs> But that's what I mean. Like I, 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 okay, I, yeah. I never forget that because, because that was like four, four or five years ago when mm. you, were, you were only here for the same period sure. of time that I'm here now, and you did have you fired out some Estonian phrases, and she was like, "Oh, like that," and walked away. Yeah. But but you, but you didn't even realize that. I think maybe it's, it's because we don't like you and I are learning. Like we're these sort of people that we're not like. We ain't going to classes. No. Well, like, we I want like, to. I mean, sure, I want to. I look at it, don't get me wrong. I want to, but we ain't going to classes. We ain't sitting there. Well, you got to show up. Fault. Yeah, that's you got to show up at 10 a.m. Yeah. on a Tuesday and a Thursday, and then you study for an hour, and then you got to go home and do the exercises in the book, and then come back. Like, I don't think. But we're see, that if, 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 we don't, if we don't need to learn the language, that's, that's their fault. That's their fault. <laughs> if I say, Kusaragi Dingli Sekela, say, Hey, and I learned something. <laughs> you know what I mean? <sighs> now we're shitting all over the Estonian language. Notes. No, I feel like we're shitting over ourselves. Kind of. Like I mean, I'm just trying to say, like I'm not learning from a book like that. Now I respect there are people, to sh and I should be able to. 
but I don't. I don't think at forty years of age and this dumb, stupid Australian is not. I think you'd surprise yourself picking up. I don't know grammar. I don't grammar schmammer. But don't you need to know the, the conjunctions cases, and the ending and the word endings and the things? The other day, I I, I surprised myself. How I was so? In Silver, and there was a man with his dog, <laughs> and I said, uh, "Oh, Illu Square." <laughs> and uh, the other, then a few days later, there was a woman with two dogs, mm. and I said, "Illu Square." Oh, you did the plural correctly. Fucking came out Look without thinking. Guy. Look at this guy. I'm telling you, you'll surprise yourself. I was trying that. I mean, over Christmas, my 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 girlfriend, she has these little cousins. She's got like three little boy male cousins and they're running at various ages. And, and so some of them speak a little bit of English and, and some don't. And, you know, I can play with them and say some words. I guess they understand like stupid foreigner. So he's not going to say much. Yeah. So when I said something, actually, I found it um, uh, with my, my girlfriend's family. I found it easier to integrate because um, she has an older sister. And she, the older sister, is married. I, I think married. I should really know these things. Or long-term partner, whatever. With a dude from California. Oh. So, even though this family comes from Tartal, they are, he's done the hard work of introducing foreignness. And don't get me wrong, the family's really nice. He laid down the, the, the exactly. train tracks for They're Lewis. already used to dealing with a stupid foreigner. Yeah. So it was actually pretty straightforward. And it made me feel better because you're like, if you're the if you're like, oh, hi, I'm the Australian boyfriend, and you come in at Christmas time, when they're speaking English, you know they're only speaking English for you. And I still feel like a guilt around that. Like, I'm sorry to inconvenience your day yeah. and so with he's he's there and he's already been around for a while i'm like i don't feel so bad also this dude from california look lovely dude don't get me wrong but he's lovely a dude. lovely dude <laughs> lovely gentleman don't get me wrong okay. but he's a vegan as well oh. he's a vegan Ooh. at the estonian christmas oh. i cannot be more of an imposition than he already oh, is my goodness. oh yeah we got the tofu be Ooh. tofu being cooked tofu he can't eat the meat he can't all that right, right, right so i'm like i'm feeling fine about this situation uh because that's a crime against humanity he's a vegan at the estonian christmas there's no blood sausage that he's being well he's a he's a vegan 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 he's a vegan he's a vegan he's not eating he's not eating vanna emma's uh you know pork yeah or anything no 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 so very I'm very worst is probably the worst thing a vegan could eat. Oh, it's out. It's probably it's blood, blood, terrible fat, animals would be massacred. Yeah, yeah. No, I love the very worst. Oh, it's the best. So I'm good with it. Yeah. So what you're saying is we need to do a show where we both learn uh, Estonian. <laughs> how we okay? How would that be then? Do we have some Estonian person coming in here and they're gonna say words and we're gonna pronounce them? No, we just do a thing where we set tasks that we have to complete in Estonian. Like we go. How so? I don't know, like if I if I have to go in and, I don't know, shit, let me think. If I have to, because everything I'm thinking of now, it's like, oh, but they'll speak English, so. <laughs> I know. Where could we go? Like, it's like, how deep south do we need to go before we- <clears throat> Down to Elva. I'll tell you what, the first episode would be me getting a haircut in Elva. <laughs> I'm know. trying to explain to the old Estonian <laughs> woman what I want. <laughs> Because then I would also get a haircut because I need one. But then the problem is the further south you go, they're probably used to dealing with those stupid Latvians. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Vuro, but uh, <laughs> that fake language that I don't believe is fake a real language. It's not real. They run around with their little 
folk dancing. What is folk dancing anyway? So, yeah, how would that be? Maybe if we got here and then we got a third, like a Estonian person who's going to do lessons. Someone empathetic. Like Like that would be... Okay, here's the, here's the thing. Here's how obsessed Estonians are with people speaking their language. We could literally get into this studio, have the third mic with an Estonian teacher. We could do a regular Estonian lesson. Nothing more than us just saying the words and Estonian people would fucking love it. They fucking do it. They would love do it. it. Oh, we've heard the two foreigners both, speaking our language. But, oh. And we'd, we'd make it funny too though, right? Oh yeah. we wouldn't give a shit really. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Easy content, easy content. Yeah. It can't be worse than anything else on the TV right now. Because like when I say that it's their fault out there to the other people, like <laughs> their fault. like I used to do the, the whole bit about um, going to pizza kiosk in Python mm. and I just memorized Terra um, Internet is Territude Fantasia Nimi on Tim. Like that was just the thing I memorized. You've made the me pizza through. order on the internet yeah. and then you're picking up. Okay. Yeah. But now like even even though I really try, like internet is territude, fantasia, oh, nimi on tim. I try to do the accent. Mm. The lady who works there just, she doesn't even open the window anymore. She just tells me like, she's, she puts up two fingers and say two minutes. Two minutes, that's it. Three minutes. And then she'll just knock on. Why are you even door. saying I have the order, the fantasia pizza? Why are you just going, mino nimi on tim, internet <clears throat> Because I don't know, there's many. Well, because Why that's the correct that? Estonian. In yeah, but you just go like, Mino Nimi on Tim, internet order, whatever the word is. Like, Because I want to pretend like I'm a local. I don't want her uh, to go, uh, but she still knows. She still wanna, knows. Like, look at you. Look at yourself. I want to pretend but, like I'm a local. I'm a big fat Irish guy with a beard who looks like Jesus, so I could be a priest touching children. But also, I have this memory of the very first time I ever went to Pizza Kiosk, yeah. and I made an attempt to order just by myself, no internet, no nothing. Mm-hmm. I ordered a Rapla pizza which I think has pineapple on it, which is a very controversial, but I love pineapple on pizza. I love pineapple. Australia, that's what we do. Go fuck yourself. You don't like pineapple on pizza. You can't be Australia does pineapple on pizza. We love it. Beautiful. But I ordered it and she came back with the pizza and she said, um, Aita, it's good that you try. (laughs) I was like, yes. It's good that I try. Not bad. It is good that you try. try. (laughs) And I should have felt like, ah, but, but I really felt like, Ah, like she appreciated that I tried. Mm. So that's why I try, you know? Everyone in Python knows that I'm a foreigner. Right. You're number one ambassador. Like you're, who else is foreign living? Do you see any other foreigners in Python? Yes. Who? The guys guys who run the Vagamama for one. Oh, okay. So what, there's some Indian, Pakistani type gentlemen. They they still have better Estonian than I do. Yeah, right. But other than me, like, I don't know. Because they're, you know, they're brown. So they got a, they're white. So we don't have to. Yeah. I, and but see they're brown and I know for a fact that they have a bit of crack in them you know they have a bit of okay a bit of get up and go but, bit of, yeah. but whenever I go in there they don't expect like because I go in there I'm like hey man how's it going are you, are you busy today that type of thing because I know they're foreign so I get to but they're stuck in Estonian mode so they're like yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, they short circuit they're like yeah 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 bet because they're living yeah. in the middle of Estonia they're shitting their pants they're like Ekra's coming yeah Helmer's fucking walking down the street with a tank he's coming for your brown ass and all of a sudden you you're know, like they're, they're used to this fucking yeah. stiff no yeah yeah no right. that fucking dry sh- and I come in I'm like hey man how's it going and I know they appreciate it but they're just a short circuit sure, like, yeah, we like good. Grace. I'm still freaked out. You're an Irishman living in Piedad, and I've known Love you for it. like five years. I, Jesus, I've talked about shit about that town for years on stage. Mm. I, I adore that town. I would die for that town. I love it. I love Piedad. 
So there's the dudes working at the Wagamama. Yeah, what else? What other foreigners that. have you identified in Paido? Um, this almost sounds like an ECRA hit list right now. Tell me, are those the foreigners <laughs> that you know in the town? There's a Nigerian lad who plays for mm. Baidelin Namaskan. Oh, uh, okay, good on him. Okay. Um, but again, he's he's been here for years. He's married to a woman from Turi. Probably speaks fluent Estonian. Probably. He's the guy I did a bit about years ago, being behind him in silver, expecting him to go like, bitch, yeah, bitch, I don't got no sense. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, other than him, no, no one. Hmm. There used to be Tom, the American guy I lived with, the American pastor guy I, I lived with. Oh, he's a pastor. Yeah, really? His, his okay. wife worked for the EU, but they went back to Albuquerque. So okay, so I'm the last one, go. the last foreigner. That would be in, rather than Tom Cruise did the last samurai. You'd be the last Heidi and yeah. living there. Just but I love living there. It's just so peaceful, and no one bothers me, and I'm good. I'm good. Everyone knows I'm probably this weird foreigner guy. Yeah. No one knows why I'm there. He's either foreigner or he's homeless. My, my neighbor hates me now, by the way. Oh, why? Because on New Year's night, I set off fireworks too close to his pickup truck. <laughs> he does not like me no more. <laughs> but it was New Year's yeah, night. What are you going to do? Sneeze? What are you going to do? Call the police? Fuck him. I should have aimed fireworks at his head. Yeah, right. <laughs> you still living in the same place? Same apartment, yeah. Okay. Reiner owns the apartment. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen him in months. Yeah. yeah. How do you pay your rent then? Net bank or something? Yeah, bank, yeah. Yeah. Okay, net bank. Okay, but everything's changing this year, Lewis. What? You want a scoop? I want the you scoop. Want, you want the scoop, Lewis? Cold Chronica. I want my 30 euros. I want the scoop. I'm going to get my shit together, Lewis. Really? I've build, heard this I'm before. Buy a, I know you have. I'm going <laughs> to build a house, buy a house, something. <laughs> something like that. I'm going to fucking... Where is the house going to be? I don't know. Um... In Pida or I in love, I would Tal. love to live in VMC. I'd love VMC? I would, I would. Oh, I'd love to I live love driving up there. I you got to have a box house to live in VMC. Have you I noticed know, that? I have, All yeah. those houses were like- Flat roofs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When people like in the 90s, when they thought this was cool, like, oh, this is what international people do. They build box houses, this square. Like, we must build 90 degree angle. This is only <laughs> angle that can be in house, 90 degrees. But like for, for the area, for how close, it's it's not that expensive. Okay, sure. So, you know, I'm like, okay, move to VMC. Okay, so you want to get a place in VMC? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But also buy a house back in Ireland too. Sure. Because my accountant is like, he literally told me like, if you don't buy a house in Ireland now, you're fucking idiot. Because you can just, you can just Airbnb it and yeah. make money and you and banks would throw mortgages at you. Buy a fucking house, you idiot. So no. I'm like, all right, don't call me an idiot, but I'll buy <laughs> You know, so this so year, big year, Lewis. The big property year. empire of Tim Reedy is taking off. It begins, and then the food truck comes. Okay, then the food truck yeah, comes. Yeah, and okay. then I steal all of Sandra's recipes and just mm, make millions. Take them. Yeah. Take them. They're there. This is going to be like a little operation. You have to break in to the Uyghur's mansion. And I promise you, Lewis, by this time next year, what date's today? January? Uh, it is January 14th. 14th? By January 14th, 2021, I'll be sitting here nothing but <laughs> <laughs> Still drinking beer Still one year later. Still drinking beer, talking shit. Say VMC, on- I'm, I am scared to buy property in Thailand because I don't know anything about real estate. I know fuck all about real estate. Not much to know. Like I, I was in my last apartment, that other one in Vanalona. For eight years, eight years, I rented the same apartment. Like the real estate agent didn't even, 
Like I, I was like a, a weird card in the back corner. Like they didn't even realize I was on the system. I told the real estate agent I was still paying 440 euros a rent. He's like, what the fuck? You're still paying that? Like he didn't, they didn't even realize what shitty small rent I was paying yeah. for watching I place. And he's like- we, that, that was on Sur America, right? That was on that, that big, nice street. Navana uh, Luna. Yeah, but just oh. off Sur America, not far from there. And um, yeah, he said I was definitely the longest tenant that they've ever had in that time because I literally can't be fucked moving out. Yeah. And then when he said, yo, the people who own this are selling it because they're old and they want the money or something, blah, blah, blah. Um, you got to move out. And then he's like, and I was like, okay. Ugh. And then he's like, oh, I've got another place just over the train tracks in Tondi. Do you want that? And I'm like, yes, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to call up people. I don't want to have to go to inspections. I don't want to have no time for any of this bullshit. Just tell me the next place I can move into. So I moved into that, literally. And then some friends of mine, quite, you know, quite reasonably, were like, well, why don't you buy a place? You know, like, and I'm like, because I understand nothing about real estate. The market is on the up and up right now. I don't know highest per square meter bullshit thing. I don't understand any of this. There's no way I'm buying apartment on my own. I will need a partner who possibly knows something about real estate that I can defer all decisions to her, maybe him if I have a really big change of ways. Nevertheless, whoever my partner might be, I will need them to make the property making decisions. I being being a man child is difficult, isn't it, Louis? Yeah, I don't know it's like shit. A disability, you know? Yeah, it's a disability. I don't know stuff. I just want to rent until I die. Like, what What I've found is that you can just pay people to do all this stuff for you. Yeah. Like, I people hate broker fees and and um um not broker fees the the real estate fees you pay to mm. real estate. But I don't give a shit. Just, just do the thing. I'll sign the paper, and I have my house. What? The toilet doesn't work? What? Just this guy, come guy, do this, you know. Yeah. We're still, like in Estonia, it's still cheap to do that shit. In Ireland, it would be fucking unheard of. Mm -hmm. But like, if you were, especially if you did what Sander did and, and get a house, you know, wherever he is. Outside of Viljandi, 18 kilometers outside of Viljandi. Fucking just- I went there, have you ever been there? You gotta go I have to go there, I have to you go You got there. it, he's not even that far from you, I guess, if you drove down. Yeah, maybe. yeah, I have like various gifts to bring him even. Oh, you should. Yeah. Cause yeah. You, you do sauna? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. oh, because so, Sander Oigas, Number one with number one with burgers, number one with sauna. Do you have a big one? Nice, like you know. Oh, it's really it's all wood fire, so he's got to put the wood Maybe in. The and black shit that will come out of me. Oh, it was great. <laughs> we went and had the sauna. We smoked some stuff. We had you know some. He cooked, and they've got a the stove is yeah. also wood fire stove. He sends me pictures. So he cooked on the wood fire stove for me. We went to the sauna. It was a beautiful thing. But I you was live, trapped. I was trapped. But you live eighteen kilometers outside of Viljandi. What the. 18 kilometers is nothing. Outside of Viljandi. Viljandi's not too bad. Not too bad. Outside of Viljandi. Anyway. You don't yes. like Viljandi? <laughs> <laughs> We're not like, oh, I'm 18 kilometers outside of the capital city. You ever been to Survend? Survend? Where's that? Restaurant in Viljandi. It's good stuff. Oh, right. No, I haven't. He's big, big brother, I think. Okay. Yeah. We're doing our Varska Berry show at, uh, oh, at the Viljandi Villa. So it's V-L-N-D. It's the same blokes who do the, the, the Viljandi burger. Yeah, the burger, yeah, yeah. It's the same blokes and they've got the Viljandi villa. And it's a, basically just a small little room, but there's not many places in Viljandi. And so it seems like we can put some speakers and do the show there. So, yeah. uh, and I was like, 
And he was like, oh, yo, can we do some collaborations with the marketing and all that? I'm like, you bring us the fucking burgers. You can take whatever the pictures well, you want. Well, we, we gave him a good reference on this. Right. You, know, we- you bring the burgers, you can take the pictures, no problems. Uh, so I, I guess we're going to get some burgers at the backstage, yeah. which is really great. We go when to- is this, When is the show? Next week, I think. We've got there's another burgers. I'm like- next week. Next Friday is Viliandi and Saturday is Rockwood. So it's fucking burger time next weekend. We're gonna be doing Villiandi burgers. We're gonna be Rakovita burgers. This is the only reason I, I live in Australia. I could swing by and say hello. Sure. Yeah, yeah. come down to the Villiandi on next Friday. Yeah. It's no, it's not this Friday. Next Friday, the the show at Villiandi Villa. It's nice. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to convince myself to do this. Looks good tonight, Lewis. That's my. Mm. That's my thing, you know. So you got to show up. So it's a nine o'clock show. I like that. I like the nine o'clock sure. show. By the way, I we're like gonna be there later. Yeah, it's nice to be the later one. We're going to be yeah. there later because I'm going to Uttul. I'm going to the whatever show. I think it's Kanal Cox. I don't know these things. Um, and that starts uh, up there on the next to the Lehe thing. There's some tissues up there. Uh, yeah, that show is done live and that starts at 9 to 10. So once that's done, then we'll come downtown. And we'll, we'll be at uh, Uxquake. Yeah, you show I'll be up. Around. You, if you show up to any comedy Estonia show, you will get a spot. I know, I know. I just have to grow the pair of balls required. Right. That's, that's how it should be, Lewis. You know how it is. You show up, you get the spot. Jeez, we've been talking for a long time. Let's go down on the phone. Mikhail Mema is talking to me. Oh. Mikhail Mima suggests, he writes me a message. He says, he suggests that we, for this studio, that we have a shared calendar so we know when we're going to record, which is actually a suggestion I also had. So that's a very good thing. He's commandeered your suggestion and said, hey, Lewis, we should do this. That's good. No, that's the secret of leadership is to make other people have the idea. Ah. So it doesn't feel like it comes from you. Uh, yeah. So, whew. We've been talking for a long time. Now it's six o'clock. So it's six o'clock. Show's not until nine o'clock. I know we got the the, the late show in in Nukskoik. It's always and now that's I'm very I'm also it's another thing that I'm very proud of that uh, that's a weekly show now. Yeah, that happens yeah. once every week at Nukskoik. It's our open mic. It's such a such a great room though. It's such a yeah suffocating, sweaty, hot room. <laughs> you know, the people in there are of questionable age, but you know it's great. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. I like that we've got now a weekly, like Talon has a weekly show and a weekly comedy show that you can go to and you can go down and a few people there and it's nice and yeah. I remember we did a podcast two years ago when you said you don't like, uh, you don't like saying things are going good. You hate saying like, ah, I don't really really? want to say, yeah, you said like, uh, huh. I don't really want to say things are going good, but now it seems that you're like, yeah, things are going good. Yeah, maybe. I'm a bit more, um, hmm, how to say. I mean, that was what, something like two years ago, was it? Was that the old Tim and Lewis yeah, podcast, yeah. was yeah, it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, to reflect, to reflect on how things are different back then. I mean, even let's say three years ago, even three years ago, these things were not guaranteed. Um, we were still not quite sure of our place in Estonian culture. And now that's not to say we're complacent. And that's not to say that we're now like, uh, you know, flippant about such things. I mean, oh, yeah, whatever the greatest thing. But there's more, as you go on, there's more certainty about your place and you can feel a little more confident about what you do. And like, okay, because when you build something up from scratch, you're like, any moment this could go away. Any moment. I bet you, even though our shows have been full for the last 
year, I bet you no one's going to turn up tonight and we're going to feel terrible and that's the end of it and then the police going to come and tell us that we're over and everything's gone. Like you still feel like that. And then I, I guess eventually over time you start to have some appreciation that, okay, this isn't going away, that there can be ups and downs and and then you might say, well, like maybe this is a boom. Maybe this is a boom time. And then there's going to be the bad times that are happening afterwards. And then you understand like, oh, wait, wait, no, we've negotiated this far. Like, yes, we are in a very good time right now. Yes, people are coming and we appreciate all the people that are uh, coming to open mics, that have bought tickets to Ari's show, that have bought tickets to Sander's show and, and people that are coming to all the different events that we do. And then you go like, oh, we're in a boom time. But then you understand like, well, maybe things are going cool because we had some good sense. And if I had good sense in the past, maybe we will have good sense in the future. How much of that do you think is the same as your reluctance to get away from renting and buying a house? Because <laughs> the idea of, of renting is that you know it's just a month-to-month -month thing. When you buy a house, you have to make a commitment and say, well, I'm going to be able to pay for this shit in 10 years' time. Right, or but I know comedy. I don't know real estate. That's the thing. And I would rather have be that the real estate broker or the girlfriend tell me what the fuck is up with the real estate and I'll pay for it then rather than knowing, I don't know about areas and is the market up and down and do we need to do re renovate? Uh, Tim Rainey, I ain't paying shit. All right. I ain't painting. I'm not getting out of brush. You I'm lazy not, piece of I'm shit. not painting <laughs> shit, all right? Like, just I don't want to- pay people to do this. Just go I don't to, wanna, go to Narva, like in America, where you, you go to the, you go to like a Walmart, yeah, 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 yeah. Truck, hop, a few Mexican lads hop in, hey, come on, mm. come paint my house. Just do that here. Yeah, it's my friend my literally, my friend Dita literally would do that when he lives in Atlanta. Literally, yeah, yeah we, yeah. You said, um, I, I don't want to, I don't want to renovate no apartment. I just want to live in an apartment because I don't have that feeling. That's not my thing. Right, and I don't want to. Yeah, then you'd have to buy one of those new places, which right would be super fucking expensive. Right, so like I'd that. rather have the advisor next to me telling me what to do. So I know I feel like I know comedy and I know what's up and I know our audience and I appreciate that. Not to be complacent about it, I don't know nothing about real estate. So yeah, things are going all right right now. Things are good. It's a it's a good time. Where I feel like we're in the second boom because we take the very long term view over how we go. And we've understood that the Estonian market is very small. And so you can't have endless up and up and up and up growth. That simply doesn't happen. You will burn out. You will crash. It doesn't work. So if you accept that logic, then you accept that it's not instantly up. That means for some time you will have plateaus. You'll go up for some of a reason. You're very popular. All of a sudden you get some fans. But then you accept that at some stage you'll have a plateau. If you think of it as a graph, the graph just can't be upwards because there's not enough population to support that. So therefore the graph must plateau sometimes, must go horizontal for a while. And for and and this is something that Sandra and I talk quite a lot about, like uh, we understood we were in a plateau. Yes, things were going good. Yes, everything was fine. No problems, no, no worries. Things were still going upwards, but we weren't going drastically upwards. And we were okay with that because we understood you can't always, but we feel right now we're in very much in an up and up. And that's due to Sanders too. That's due to Ari Mati and the work that he's doing to Sisoyad. I mean, even Dan and Roger with a, we're in an up and up. We also, by that same logic, understand the plateau will come again. That 
I don't, and I don't know where that starts plateauing. It's not really a, a moment. But like a, the fact that you have the mindset that it is coming, it's good. Yeah, sure. So you're prepared for the worst. Trying right? to do that. Trying to prepare. Always assume the worst because when the worst happens, you assumed it and you prepared for it. Actually, now we're two hours and 20 minutes into this. I guess here's, a, here's, here's, the, here's the revelation, which I haven't talked about in the podcast before, which if you have gone two hours and 20 minutes into this you truly are the fan so i'll tell oh, yeah. you the, i'll tell you the real scoop about what's happening with comedy estonia so i have come to understand that after almost 10 years of running this i may have run out of fuel as ceo that i got us here right my leadership and my vision and and being able to instill that to the people around me and working with great people around me we got us to this point where i think that as the business ceo i am not the best ceo anymore like to run the business to the next level. I don't have that vision. I'm a little bit burnt out from the business. I would rather go back to being the artist. And I, re I really like being the talent manager. I really like guiding all the comedians. I loved sitting down with all of them and going, yo, what do you want to do in the next year? You want to do a tour? You want to do this? You want to do a podcast? And then working out a plan. I love that stuff. And I think I'm pretty good at it due to my artistic work. But I'm a bit burned out from doing the spreadsheet, from doing the HR meeting, from doing the weekly reviews, from doing the looking at the bank statement, from looking at the ingoings and the outcomings, from all you that. You want to be the COO. You want to be the chief operations officer. Not even that, because the COO needs to keep things going. I want to be talent yeah. manager. So the thing that we're getting to is that, um, and, and but then the question was like, who the fuck else would run this company? Because we are not a typical company. We're not like we're some startup and you can bring in a CEO who's really experienced in a region or something like that. Like it doesn't, we're so about- We need to be someone who's been involved with the company for right. years. And there's only one person who fits that role. Marcus Toots, right? <laughs> Hello, I run comedy. Yes, we're doing comedy business now. We all have ticket price very high. <laughs> yes. Um, no, but it still starts with an M. It's Merrily, who was our previous project manager and went on the maternity leave. And she uh, went on the maternity leave, but she is the experienced project manager. She knows the business. All the comedians know her. They trust her. They miss her being around. And she is the logical choice. So we're kind of making this long-term plan now for let's say 18 months. Cause she just had the kid, right? The kid just popped out three to four months ago. So it takes some time. I understand that in 18 months, she will take over as CEO and uh, she will take over day-to-day -day running of Comedy Estonia. And I'm very happy for this. Um, I think she's uh, absolutely has the skill for this. I think she's respected by all the comedians um, because we can't bring in an outsider. The comedians won't they respect. Yeah. And they, 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 they wouldn't, wouldn't respect what Comedy Estonia is. They wouldn't respect. It doesn't work. We're a very specific business, I feel. Very specific way of working. We need someone who knows. And Merrily Vita is the only person who fits this. It's going to be in the news tomorrow. Bill. It was front page fucking news tomorrow. It is. So we're already making these long-term plans that she will take over as CEO. And you will. And I'm going to step back from CEO. So I will step back from running day-to-day. -day, so I won't need... I will still stay on as talent manager and just general wise man of things. 
Um, so it's going to be your official title. Right? Your wise man of things. Wise man of, wise things. man of things. So <laughs> if you don't know something, I probably remember something about it and can help you. But I want to stick to talent management, which is like with the Varascavetti tour, which is our young comedians, and it's our first tour for them and teaching them. I love that. I love that I've managed to make this little tour for our new comedians. I educate them at every step of the way. I've talked them through every single aspect, the budget, the way things work, the whole thing. I have put up with so many goddamn questions from Marga's thoughts. Why is this like, why, but why do your door like? Every Marga's thoughts question, no problems. I will well, deal with it. he's an important man. He's, he's, he is. You know. He's also an autistic man, but it's great. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no, all, I love We're Marta's. all on the spectrum, you know? Right, we are all. So I want to be able to focus on my own art and I want to just focus on building the talent and advising comedians and keeping them going. And then I think Merrily is better suited to keep growing the business as such. So that's what we're moving towards in the next eight months. And I'm really happy about that. Well, since I uh, stopped being around and stopped doing comedy, it has become... <laughs> so big like you know so i think you 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 always flourished in that the 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 role you had like maybe a year and a half ago where you were just running around doing stuff with the comedians you know mm. setting up shows setting up uh, interviews and just being scrappy yeah right not pouring over fucking balance sheets or right you know, who wants to do that like fuck well it turns out business people want to do that which is great fuck so i'd rather let them i'd it. rather let them do that and i'm i'm better in getting in there and having a go and just being scrappy and making it yeah. happen somehow and all this so yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm very happy that we discovered yeah, this just because give yourself the platform because it was like logically i can't as we grow i can't be the center of everything forever so we started to sit down and talk like well how do we make this not how do we make me not the center of That's everything? That's a big step for you, Lewis. Not I'm very happy about wanting it. Wanting to not be the center of everything? <laughs> Fuck me. Congra congratulations. Thank do you. we have a sound for that, Lewis? Do we have a... Uh, that'll do. That'll do. What are the top two ones? Okay, what else do we have? Hey, that's pretty good one. Yeah, 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 I want to know what the red one is, though. Yeah, this is... This one Walk is... On music. That's generally yeah, uh, intro music. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. A uh, You won't be hearing any of that sound. <laughs> That's the green one. <laughs> That's what I'm used to. There we go. That's the actual sound of your pants coming down. <laughs> I, I have, really have to piss Lewis. Yeah, okay. We're going to take a little break. and let's, We'll wrap it up a little bit after this, but let's uh, let's take a little break. Everybody wants to eat with Tim Reedy when he's in Thailand. That's the thing. Tim's in Thailand. We've got to eat with him. See, I don't know. So much has changed. That's What's changed? What do you mean? There's all these new places and, you know. Places to eat. Okay. There's the, uh, I don't mind the uh, Baltium. There's the Poke Bowl. You, do you oh, like Poke Bowl? Yeah. yeah, I like Poke I've never had Poke Bowl. They're all right. They're like some hippie food, but they're good. What's in it? It's... You have the, the salmon one. There's some salmon. There's some rice. There's some greens. There's a bit of sauce. It's just like oh. a bowl of goodness. I hate fish. Yeah. Oh, with this chicken fish. and there's other. I hate chicken. <laughs> you hate all the animals. You hate yeah. birds. Yeah. I'm poker balls, all right? You can have that. So, I mean, it's what is it? So, it's six o'clock now. It's still some hours until Ukskoik is on. So, the bar opens at eight and the show's at nine. So, you got some time. Thing I love about Uxquick is because it's just down the road from Helhunt. 
Mm. So sometimes you get these random foreigners who just drop in. Stop in, yeah. Oh, open mic. Oh, yeah. yes, I must go and see. And they, some of them, like the British ones, think, oh, mm. music. Hey, yeah. music. And they stand there and they're like, oh. <laughs> I love their confused face. It makes me happy when they're confused. Yeah, but then you have someone like Caleb or um, James go on and it's like, mm. hey, familiar. Huh? <sighs> oh, fuck. We've been in the studio for a while. Thank you for still listening to us. Are you still into in MMA, UFC stuff? Do you still watch no, it? No, I... Um, you got out of it? You don't care anymore? I, I, I love watching it. I'm still watching it, but I'm still following it, but I'm not participating in... Uh, oh, you don't do jiu-jitsu anymore? Yeah. No, I haven't been in the uh, uh, 3D training. I have to look at the sticker at the back of my phone. No, because uh, the the um, classes were only... It was... For me, for me jiu-jitsu was something like comedy, that if you only do it once or twice a week, it's not enough. And I found that I only had enough time to go to the class twice a week and not really devote my whole being to it. It wasn't enough to do it. I could feel it wasn't. It's like if you like I know if you just do comedy once a week, let alone comedy once a month, it's not enough. It's not enough to get better. It's not enough to do it. And I felt it was the same with jujitsu. Yeah. Um. So no, I'm not going to class. Do you have any anymore. interest in the fight this coming weekend? Do you, do you Which one's coming this weekend? McGregor versus Cerrone. Oh, that's yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm all about it. Yeah. Okay. So, so, uh, Colin McGregor versus Cowboy Cerrone this weekend in Vegas. Is it in? Uh, yeah, yeah. In, in Vegas. T-Mobile okay. Arena. That's right. This is gonna be. It. I mean, this is the biggest fight until Khabib and Tony. This is. This is yeah. the big thing that's keeping us going until this then. Is the yeah. This is yeah. There'll be another. There's another pay per view in February. That's shit. Who's fighting there? I forget. Oh yeah. What? Does the the next big one might be March because that's in. That's uh, Israel Adesanya is going to fight Yoel Romero. Oh shit. Yeah. That's okay. the rumor anyway. That's going to be in March because Israel's got the belt right now, and then Yoel's yeah, coming in. Okay. Yoel. Young versus old. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Jacked versus Natty versus Jacked. Yeah, yeah, Jacked versus skinny as shit. But okay. yeah, the next big, big one would be Khabib. And, um, I mean, that's going to be it. That's the fight of the century. Oh, that's God, I hope the fuck they make it to the... Oh, hope nothing happens. Please, Trump, stop the World War Three. We all want to see Tony versus Khabib. Yeah, it's, it'll be... It's because it's such a... Like, cause Tony is insane. He's crazy. He's... Right. And he's the only person that we think can take down Khabib. Well, he's the only person that you just don't know what the fuck he'll do. Yeah. Because he's he's wild. He's he's extremely unorthodox. He's he's lanky. He's like rubber. He's he's, pure, he's like thirty six or thirty seven now too. So he's getting old. Tony. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'll be it'll be interesting. So we're talking about the UFC. We're yes. talking about the fights and. We're looking forward very much. So the Colin McGregor's fighting this weekend. He okay, is, yeah. is this a big yeah. thing in Ireland? How's Ireland? What's the Irish take on this? Well, last year was a bad year for him mm. in Ireland. He was he the throwing was, I'll, of I'll things just, and I'll the- just come up. He was accused of raping women twice. Right. He punched an old man in a bar because he wouldn't drink some of his piss whiskey. It was horrible. <laughs> Have you ever tried proper? No, I haven't tried the oh, problem. It's terrible. Terrible. When I was in Super Alco, there was like four Russian kids taking selfies with the bottle. <laughs> I wanted to just smash it over their heads. God bless them. But I know. Yeah, he's um. He's still kind of, he's he's a scumbag. He's seen as a scumbag in Ireland. Scumbag in he, his home country. In his home country because he he went off the rails in the last two years mm. on coke, drinking, fucking sure. just causing trouble, entourage everywhere. But he's ditched his entourage. Mm. 
he seems to have found God. At least uh, he had an interview with Ar- Ariel Helwani. Religion. Night. Yeah, yeah. He's, he had an interview with Ariel Helwani last night. He kept saying, like, I'll say a prayer for the people who want to do me harm. And some training footage came out of him praying to God after tapping Dylan Dennis and all this stuff. And wow. So he's trying to, it's it's a concerted effort for him to change his image. It's all mm. about his, you know, mm. it's probably all bullshit. But so far in the build-up to this fight, it's been a very different McGregor to the one mm. on the Khabib fight. You know, He seems way more focused. He's not, you can even see it in his face. He's not as drawn on his face. It's clear he hasn't been abusing substances in the last few weeks. and Because he really, I mean, he has to win. You know, he has yeah, to I first mean, to yeah. take him seriously anymore in the future. But I would love Cerrone to win as well. Sure, absolutely. Cerrone's he, a, is, he, he is the, the guy who... Because he was paid shit for years, so he would just keep fighting, fighting, turning up, turning up, turning up, fighting. So, like, this is huge money for him. I fucking hope he gets pay-per-view points. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, it's pretty, like, a lot of people are very confident McGregor will win. But I don't know. I, I think Cowboy is not that, uh, you know. It's going to be a good matchup. So this weekend, is Friday or Saturday? Saturday, yeah. Okay. It depends. I mean, if, if, if Cerrone wrestles him, then, you know. Because McGregor has no wrestle. Well, we don't. Not a no, great no, Nobody knows. Like, the only, not a great ground game. Nah, he's. The only time he's ever had to wrestle was against Khabib. And Khabib is amazing on the ground. S- Sambo, so he's fucking you know, he's we, savage, yeah. Yeah, of course. He could be one on the um, ground. But before Khabib, like, he had his moments against um, Alvarez in, the, in the, the second belt fight. He, you know, he defended a few takedown attempts and stuff, but no one knows. Mm. So, I mean, pff, no one knows. Are there more. Remember, we went to that boxing MMA match in Vivendi? Rockwater. Rockwater. Is there more Baruto of that? Was there. Yeah, Baruto was there. Was there of yeah. course. Yeah. Well, he's the man. He's got a shop to everything in exactly, Estonia. Exactly, yeah. Are there more such things in Estonia? I want to see things in yeah, Estonia. Yeah, there's an amateur see. MMA scene there, but they, they, they have events like four times a year or something. Oh, okay. Well, okay, a little bit. All right. We commentated that one weird. Oh, that was so <laughs> weird. That was back in the day where people thought we could do everything. And they're like, yeah. do you guys want to commentate the MMA? Was it Suckle? Wasn't it Suckle? Suckle's, Suckle's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, yeah, sure. Pay us to come and talk when we know nothing yeah. about what we're talking about. It was the and first time either of us like actually met Ari properly. Like sat down with him. And yeah, like, Ari yeah. was there. It was me, you and Ari Marti yeah, yeah. commentating <laughs> MMA at Suckle Soha. And Ari was the only one who really, yeah, under- yeah. you knew something. I knew nothing. But I'd never seen people punching each other that before. That was on Polish TV. You know that, right? Was it? A, fr- okay. a friend of mine in the UK found the stream. Yeah. And watched it live. It was us. Yeah. Our stupid, yeah. Our stupid commentary. Yeah. That's why oh. every time something big would happen, there was one fight. It was the Muay Thai fight. A fella took an elbow and he dropped him and I yelled, Kurva, <laughs> Kurva, just to kind of, as a shout out to my friend who knew. And I'm pretty sure if that was on Polish TV, that's a fucking serious swear word to say over there. But they don't know, they. Don't know. In, in Poland? Mm. Kurva is like yelling, fuck shit, like on well, In what language is Kurva? Uh, Polish. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. oh, right, yeah, 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 okay. I was just screaming, Kurva Katyn, like. <laughs> Yelling in Polish, like swear words. And, uh, I didn't give a shit. I don't know. It was fun. I like to see more. I like that fighting stuff. I like yeah, to see we more. should go to more. Yeah, go to more. Hmm. Sumo, the, the, the World Sumo Wrestling Championships were last year here. Oh, okay. In um, somewhere in Ida Viruma, I think. You know. Ida Viruma? Yeah, well, well that's where Baruto's from. That's his stomping ground, you know? Literally stomping Literally, ground. Yeah. 
I had um, because la- I I want to say two years ago or something like this. There was the world judo, no no taekwondo. Oh okay. Taekwondo championships were in Tallinn, and I got hired to host the opening gala, the opening ceremony that was at uh, Vene Kotorikaskos in the middle of Tallinn. And I, I came to understand a lot about politics and sport on that day because Taekwondo is a, a sport that is loved by our esteemed and dear mayor of Tallinn, Mr. Mikhail Korb. And he's very big behind this. And so it is, I dare say, no coincidence that somehow then Tallinn got the Taekwondo championships because the mayor is really big in Taekwondo. And and so they're doing it at different venues. I know they're doing it at that, that tall and last them up, but they have this gala where they have some dancers and different people presenting and all the people from around the world who have come here, they're sitting in the audience and all that shit. And uh, it was a really interesting night for me because Mikhail Korb was there. And of course, he's the man. He's the guest of honor. I mean, not only is he the man, he's the Russian guy. He's where at Venekotorikeskus. He's the Taekwondo guy that's brought the Taekwondo championships to Tallinn. Yeah. And it was so interesting um, to be in the backstage and to see him and to meet him and to shake his hand and to see how everybody related to him. Like they relate to him like he was the second coming of Christ. Like like shaking his hand, like thank you, sir, the the respect and true and genuine respect that he was shown walking around that building tonight was a feeling that I have never seen given to an Estonian politician in my life. Like he was the fucking man. <laughs> He's Mikhail Korb at the Taekwondo opening ceremony at the Russian Cultural Center. He was number one and I understood, I mean, I understood in my limited worldview that he was paying my bill. Yeah. So I had to also pay the respect to him oh, sitting to in the front row. Oh, I'll oh, suck yeah. his dick, I don't give a shit. Oh, they're, paying, they're paying my money, I don't give a fuck. Literally. So, yeah. so I understood he was the man in the room and I have to also include him and make him feel like the big man, which I think I did, I can't remember. But. Yeah, like seeing the way that the people shook his hand and the people want to talk to him and the respect and the courtesy that was given to him. No Estonian politician would ever get that level of respect at any Estonian function. And the neither way that, will he ever again. Never again. Maybe only like, in the Russian community, only in that. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the different way they deal with power and then and, and deal with people. Korb isn't a very Russian name. Korb. Korb. I think it's got the ooh, isn't the K O? Isn't the ooh the, well, the ooh with the um the thing on there? Not the umlauts, the the, the angry, light. the suspicious old. Like, but he looks. But again, I mean, I'm gonna speak in my Australian racist way. But he has those slightly uh, Asian looks. Which doesn't that mean he's like a Russian guy from the other side, from the Mongolian ooh, side? He's a, he's a Mongol, we isn't he? Oh. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm oh. not trying to be racist here. I'm just oh, saying man. he's got those that that look that his family might have come from that. Side, uh, really trying to not be racist here, but <laughs> so there's nobody listening. Well, <laughs> true. Maybe we get thrown out of Tallinn. I don't know how much power. Oh no, he has these days. <laughs> I've been exiled. 
we can no longer go into that. But that whole Finno-Ugric Asiatic thing, I, I get you. It's a thing. So, Mikhail Korb. Korb. I always Korb. wonder about that. When the when people who that you think are more native Russian, so right on, no one, I understand that during the Soviet Union, different people were imported here and that's the way the Soviet Union worked. They brought the Russian-speaking people here because that was the policies of the... right. I love I, how I love how you danced around the elephant in the room there. What was that? They brought the Russians here. They the brought them here. What you should have been saying is that they got rid of the native Estonian they people. Fucking <laughs> but then you get someone who's like, how to say? I mean, my observation is the Mikhail Korb's family seem pretty Russian, and he, if the looks, he seems ethnically not from Estonia. Again, not trying to be disrespectful, just the look that he gets. He looks like, but he's got an Estonian looking last name. You got the O with the squiggle. Cheeky fucker. Right. How does that happen? How do you come here and then you get the Estonian surname? In the mixing? I don't know. The mixing. Oh my God. Now we sound like <laughs> Hitler. The mixing. But just on the point of the whole like <laughs> Russian people coming here and Estonians getting exiled. Sometimes mm. I get bored and I just go into the middle of Russia on, on Google Maps mm. and you'll find like little villages called Estima. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You'll find like Estonian named villages in the middle of Russia, hmm. but I can't find any information about them. So I just assume it's the ones that were exiled and deported from Estonia. They just said, "Well, here we are now. Let's just call it Estima." Or wow, why is there a pie there in the middle of Siberia? I would have thought they would find that in Australia. Maybe there's enough of them gone to Australia. Yeah, there's a pie there in like the outer suburbs That'd of be Melbourne. Amazing. silence because i'm waiting for you to bring up something something racist no 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 we have a book in front of you you got you know oh right no we we have i have it, lots to talk about but i want to put you under pressure it's been it's two hours podcast. and 15 minutes we really have gone through the limited notes that i made before this and uh i got again, some shit i'd like to talk about Lewis. oh okay please please bring it out tim reedy I fucking hate black people <laughs> I know I love black people, but I tell you what, I, I, I have a friend in um, Birmingham yes. and uh, he was very drunk one time and he decided to be funny. And uh, he did that whole like, um, hey, can I, can I uh, tell you something? I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I really, really fucking hate black people in a pub. <laughs> and he was drunk enough to where he said it too loud where, you know. Some other, was it a glassing? There was. No, it was just like. Did you have to leave the pub? No, I, I laughed. It was funny. It was a funny thing to say. Like, you know, I do because I thought he was gonna say like, "Man, this Brexit thing is," <laughs> or like, you know, like, "Oh man, I woke up this morning. Am I fucking? I've got a headache." No matter. But the, it was the way he said it. Like, you know what? I just really, f I just hate black people. <laughs> We're in Birmingham of all places, but yeah, Birmingham is yeah, Birmingham. very yeah. many many people from different countries. No, so. I don't. I don't hate black people at all. No, that's why you live in Pida. There's not only the few brownies the of the one, Wagamama. My one friend, my one partner in crime in Silver, who plays for Pida Lindemann. Oh, he plays the yeah. football. Yeah. Which you've never gone to see him play at the Pida Stadium. I no, assume it's a Pida Stadium. I fucking should. It must be a Pida Stadium. There must be there is. Pida Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it's part of the school that's there. You would think they play there occasionally, the home well, see, games. I'm a bit of a cunt because on the Reddit, on the Reddit soccer thing, okay. you know the way you can pick a flair? Oh, okay, yeah, sure. My okay. flair is the low, is the badge of Pydel in a mace cunt. Uh -huh. I've never been to one of their games. Oh, I just want to be like, supporter. look at me with my hipster yeah, fucking team. That. 
But you and a few fans there. Can't be a massive crowd. At the I'm the only crowd. one. The only one, probably. Yeah. <laughs> they always finish last, so. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, I don't know if there's relegation in this country, if there's enough I know teams. there's multiple leagues. I don't think there's multiple leagues. But yeah, no. Yeah, relegation, you get sent to Russia. That's <laughs> <laughs> And probably make more fucking money, for sure. Mm. For sure. <sighs> All right. Maybe we should wrap it up then. Maybe we yeah, should. Yeah. We've done I good. I had a whole bunch of shit I wanted to talk yeah, about. Yeah, what do you want to talk about, Tim? I, I, wanna... I forget. I forget. I had a whole write notes. You mocked me for my notes, but I got the notes. So you got yeah, the. Yeah, but my phone is a piece of shit. You got the beer. Oh, oh, it's your phone's fault. Yeah. That you didn't go and write a. I, 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 I probably I have some notes here. Hang on, let's see. Let's see what. 6 30. 6 30. 8 o'clock. We're going to be at the open mic. We're going to be at Otto. Jesus, I'm going to be drunk when we get out. All right, Lewis. I don't know if I can talk about this note. I'm go just going to show you okay, go before ahead. we talk about it, right? It's, it's I don't a know, can we talk about this on Drunken penis drawing. I don't know what the fuck that was. Really? You draw that? Like, like Tim just showed me a picture of like basically a <laughs> drunken penis drawn no, when he was just, just like squiggle with his hands. I thought it was going to be a big thing. Oh, that's right. I did have, I, I had, I had a bit that I was gonna do on stage, but I don't think I'm gonna do it. I just what's the bit? Tell us the bit. Because it's not even a bit. Like I, 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 I wanted to know how to make a noose. A noose. A okay, noose. to hang yourself. I no, with. I, I did not want to hang myself. But yeah, I yeah, thought, but I don't know how to make a noose because a noose is a very aesthetic thing. You know, it's got the loop, the little curl around it, yeah. and then because it looks like it's, sure, it's very iconic. It's iconic and it's visually powerful. Yeah. The noose. So I just typed in Google like how to make a noose. Mm-hmm. And like, it was like, how to make a noose? Wiki how, three steps to make a noose. And then in tiny text in the bottom, Estonian suicide prevention. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, t- the smallest text in the bottom, like, don't do it. But, but here, do it. hey, here's a YouTube a video. Yeah. How it's made, a video like, in three easy steps. Made. Yeah, but you know, I didn't know how to make it in a bit, but I just thought that was fucking amazing, you know? I mean, that's, you know, because it's all about the YouTube. You got to be displaying, got to get the hits, got to get the yeah, likes. But in tiny, it's like like ho- and subscribe to my new suicide video. It's like the Holocaust, uh, Kloga concentration. Just tiny, like. Just tiny. Some Jews died over here, but don't worry about it. Just keep going to Paldiski, Tim. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We did a show a little while ago at the Paldiski army base. Really? Yeah, because Erki, Erki Ott. Do you remember Erki Ott? My man Erki, yeah. Yeah, man, Erki Ott. So Erki did his uh, time in the army, his, uh, you know, mandatory time. And he was so stupid that he decided to keep on going with the army. And, like a uh, career type of thing? Well, not career, but, you know, to, you can continue on for some time, for one year, two years, or you can sign on for a amount of time. So he's still going with the army. And, you know, we went and met him. He was like, oh, I'm Erki Ott. Oh, God, that's such a good impersonation. Oh, here I am, yes, hello, I'm Erdogiot. And now he's all like, yes, I am Erdogiot. I am it a broken, broken. Soldier. Yeah, oh, they made him into a motherfucking killing machine. Yeah. So, yeah, we went and did the, the show out of the, the, the Paliski base, and it was nice. It was like a little room, and we did a show, and uh, it's nice to do some for the soldiers. So, it's uh, an interesting part of the country, that. Paliski. Paliski, yeah. 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 You've been exploring, not just the concentration camps. No, God, no. Like, but before I left, like, I stopped doing comedy pretty much at the end of 2018. Mm-hmm. And, but I had a lot of time in Estonia last year and I just drove everywhere. I just drove around randomly. Yeah. Um, what was fascinating about Paldiski? 
I suppose I mean the whole closed town nature of it is what it, is what attracts tourists. You know, it, it was a closed town. You know about the history. Of sure, back in the day, yeah, back yeah, in the day sure. there was a nuclear submarine base there. But uh, there are a lot of there, there's a if if you go west of Paldiski along the Pakri Peninsula, right, you'll pass by where they bring all the Mercedes cars in. There's like a port there. Okay. If you go past that, there's this grid of roads, this this massive grid that was all uh, either where the town used to be or where they plan to expand. And there's a whole bunch of like bunkers that are there mm-hmm. that are semi-open, semi-closed. There's a bunch of these old, weird, asymmetrical watchtowers there mm. that have like um, graffiti on them. And there's just a whole bunch of interesting shit that's there. And then you got the, the the old nuclear power plant that's that's decommissioned that's there, and it's it's just an interesting part of the country. You know? <clears throat> I brought my Australian friend there; he wasn't interested. He's he he's coming back now because he just he's mad to go to Silamai. He wants to go to Silamai. He wasn't yeah. interested in Paldiski, but he wants to go to Silamai because he he he's and uh, he just loves the whole, whole Soviet, mm. you know. He just loves the whole like commie block, you know. Because we were so abstract and far away from that in Australia that we didn't, we had no idea of the Cold War. We didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, but on. he also has a bit of a, an, a, an affinity for, you know, the Soviet Union type of stuff. You mm. know? I have two friends like that. I have a friend in Ireland who was, he, loves he, names, that he names all these cats after Soviet generals. Like, <laughs> one of his cats is named uh, Marshal Konstantin Rokossovsky. <laughs> it's the name of the cat. <laughs> I think he died of dysentery, though. I don't know. <laughs> Gout. But then he'll have like he'll have uh, Marshal Konstantin Rokossovsky. His dog, his name is uh, Marshal Grigory Zukov. Jesus. And then, and then his dad will get to pick one, and it'll be like fluffy, fluffy, yeah, blacky. Imagine trying to tell that to your new girlfriend. He's my cat. Well, he doesn't have to worry about that. Lenin. Yeah, <laughs> he you don't have to worry. Lenin and Stalin are coming to sit on your James, lap. James, if you're listening, I'm not making fun of you, but you know, <laughs> fluffy and blacky is a little bit better than Marshal Konstantin Rokossovsky. No. <laughs> Uh, that says something when Blackie isn't the worst name that's being said for a cat in 2020. I mean, I know, I know Estonians who have cats, black cats named Neger. Neger. The name of the cat's Neger. Sure, why not? Neger. Neger. Kisu. There, there was a famous... Neger Kisu. Neger Kisu. See, you know more Estonian than you know. Yeah, really? Really? I'm really that advanced? Louis going around. Neger Kisu. How do you even say come here? It's come... That's uh yo, he's dropping the the sweet it's nigger kitten. Imagine that. Fucking <laughs> <sighs> All right, let's wrap it up. We've been doing it's like two and a half yeah, hours. Let's get no energy up. left anymore. Yeah, we we're getting drunk and it's too much. Uh, thank you every much. Thank you every much. Thank you everybody for listening. We've been here. This has been fun, Tim. What are we gonna do now? We got some time. You can't eat. I'll, I'll eat. Something. Fuck it. I don't care. Fuck it. This guy don't give a shit. Oh, he's an original rebel. He's gonna go eat yeah. some dinner. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. This has been fun. I will see you soon. Peace out. Bye.